conversation. Yeah, come on, dude. Hogan and Beefcake as the tag champs versus the Steiners? How could you go wrong? Yeah, but the that, fucking like, head shrinkers? Dude. The, the thought of Hogan being a tag team champion in 93 is just like, it took him till like, what, 2005 when he won it with Edge? 2002, yeah. 2003? That was his, like, that was his only, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he ever held the tag. It would be just as blasphemous as having him hold a tag title in WCW in his NWO run. Like it, it would it, like you wouldn't ever. There's certain people that you don't think that are like going to be a tag team champion, and Hogan True. is at the top of the list. True, but then again, I mean, you know, Pedro Morales was world champion, and he went on to win the Intercontinental Belt and had a great feud with Don Morocco and won the thing twice. I mean, I know it's commonplace oh, now. That's, yeah, that's different. Like, but AJ nowadays Styles, it is. But yeah, like AJ know. Styles was world champion and won, and then went and won lower belts and. Same thing with Roman Reigns. Same thing with uh, yeah, but come on, would John Hulk Cena. Hogan... John Cena held that U.S. title. Would Hulk Hogan have done that in in the eighties? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, like it, it wasn't it wasn't common. So the <laughs> fact that like Hogan, so I would have liked it because Hogan was on his way out anyway. But like, and then you can actually kind of compare them to like Yokozuna and Owen, right? Like. Like you or like you can kind of compare them to like I guess because I think Yokozuna and Crush challenged the Headshrinkers for the tag titles at a King of the Ring. They sure did. So like that's like a super team too. Like you wouldn't think of Yoko like you would have never thought that Yokozuna would have been Owen Hart's mystery partner. Like you would have no, never thought not that. never never. But it was it was so great. Handsome Kevin. Hey babe. All right, it, so Kevin Tropical might be drunk Paradise for the first shit. time ever. Yeah, I'm uh I'm in a bit of a tropical paradise here, guys. You check it out. Look at this motherfucker. He's got his Italian horn on with a fucking wife beater. Look at this shit. Motherfucker. Why don't you fucking say Baba da Boopy and fucking put your hand up like this? Very nice parking lot right there. Hey, fucking mud water to you too. All right. Kevin, you were 1994 King of the Ring. Head Trinkers took on Crush and Yokozuna. Yeah. Makes sense. I think they were. I don't think the headshakers were even baby faces yet at that point. They may have been, but I don't think. I don't think they had turned on. Um, well, were they? they with... I don't think they had challenged the. Oh no, because they were the tag team champions, so they had to have been. But at they... one point, weren't they with Afa as well as uh, Captain, Captain Lou? Lou? Yes. Yeah. And then so when they turned baby face, they challenged the Quebecers for the tag titles on Raw and beat them. So they must have been baby faces at that at that time. Quebecers. Yeah. So handsome Kevin decided to join us a little on the uh, inebriated side, huh? Yeah, it me makes me look bad. Not yet, not yet. I uh, uh, I had a couple of drinks at the airport before we left. Oh boy! Got in, went down. I got uh, myself uh, an espresso martini. I'm working on. Holy so, shit! Yeah, everything's everything's going well, man. Everything's going well. You got Dude, Matt's internet down there, don't you? Your head looks like an almond. This, yeah, <laughs> this is not doing. doing you any favors. Holy shit! Yeah, t- turn it horizontally, bro. Wait, wait, let me do this. Am I on? All right. Let's get it. Am I on? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're not doing your Diana fucking impression, showing off the goods. Oh, sorry. Good. <laughs> <laughs> are you having fun? Looks like you are. Oh, yeah. We, we just got here maybe an hour or so ago. So it was uh, a long day, long morning. Uh, Where are you? Happy to be here. Uh, we're about 45 minutes south of Cancun, Playa del Carmen. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. I, it's, I mean, look at it. Look at it. Yeah, see, the parking lot looks beautiful. great. 
What time's the orgy tonight? What time? Like it hasn't already started. I'm just, you know, I got to let them get theirs out of the way and then I can get mine. Oh. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then when you put in the aura gel. <laughs> I'm going to get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy well shit. This is so, the Diana uh, segment of the show. Yeah, Can you beat that tonight? Yeah, man. Good, good. Is it uh, is it the rematch? Yes, it is. I like but that. The, shoes, the like... shoes on the other hand tonight as uh, David Henry Bowers, the champ, defending against Mike Peterson, the former champ. Okay. Are you are you pulling for anybody? Just okay. myself. Pull my fucking <laughs> Don't, worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll pull for you too, Tony, once I step back into that OG. Uh <laughs> Wow, he's well, fucking I, I just wanted to... He's, he's oh. making me look like a million bucks right now. <laughs> the angle on his camera has really tripped me out because his head looks like a like he's in a fucking wacky funhouse mirror. His head. I think it's just the size of his forehead, and we never realized it. Oh, it's giant. God voice. damn it! Fucking <laughs> I think it's the beard too. The beard is like extra long tonight too, so it's kind of like the beard. Is, the, uh, yeah, it's coming along nice. It's coming along yeah, nice. It's fucking real fluffy, dude. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, it's, it's a beard. Beautiful Mexico hair. Right. Anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to stop in, have a great show tonight, guys. Uh, wish the best to. Uh, oh, is my wife popping out? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> So is she getting a break from the orgy? Yeah, she's, she gets a break. <laughs> How was the orgy? <laughs> never been better. The orgy's never been better. Well, that's because I was outside. That's, that's why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to worry about you crying in the corner. <laughs> right. I don't, not again. Not again. I got to show somebody how to... Anyway. <laughs> Enjoy you guys trip. have a great night. Yeah, man, it was, it was good, good. Uh, pulling for beer housing, going beer house tonight. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of your trip, Almond Head. Uh, <laughs> out of here. Uh, wow. Well, he's living his best life. What can I tell you? Hey, that's what vacation's about. Yeah, oh. I just booked a trip to Florida, West Palm Beach, baby. Yes, everyone's going on vacation this year. I love it. Nice. Yeah, nothing like going to South Florida in the freaking middle of July. <laughs> freaking, I'll be sweating the second I get down there. Well, you wear shorts. I have to get shorts. I don't own a pair of shorts. How do you not own shorts, dude? I shorts. own a pair of. Ba I own basketball shorts. That's it. That's okay. No, nah, I need. I need like like if I'm. I can't wear basketball shorts if I go out to dinner. Depends on where you go. Applebee's ain't gonna say no to you. Yeah, no, you're right about that. But I'm not going to Applebee's. Get a nice what? pair. Get a nice pair of khakis. I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm going to Matt. I'm living large, baby. I'm, getting, like I'm going to the finest steakhouses. I'm going to Sizzler lounges. Yeah, Sizzler Outback, Longhorn, McDonald's, Duncan, fucking Duncan, bro. You gotta go to Cheddar's. Cheddar's, Cheddar's is a restaurant, and you, they will only serve you two painkillers. You're cut off after the second one. Sounds like a discount pharmacy. What? There's a giant, it's a fishbowl drink. It's called the painkiller. Oh, uh, I thought you were little that. pills. 
No. Like we were in like the locker room of a freaking ECW show in the late 2000s. <laughs> Wait, where's late the fucking belts? Or whatever. Pick your, pick your year. Pick a year. Yeah, really. Late two. You mean that, that WWE CW locker room, Kevin? Treacherous. Yeah. Or the, when, the, the time when Balls Mahoney was in the stall next to me asking, what are you having? <laughs> but Balls Mahoney trying to get things to work? The hell you say? I fucking threw up Chinese food. I it came underneath <laughs> my stall. R.I.P. Balls. See, I've told you that story before. Oh, yes, you have. Yeah. Well, we get new listeners all the time because we're the Shining Wizards. So they're attracting people worldwide. Fuck yeah. I hope so. We got a humdinger of a show for you tonight. We got Teets at 730, Bad Dude Tito. Very excited for this, by the way. Fuck yeah. We got Can You Beat That? We got a ton of wrestling to talk about. CM Punk is back. Uh, Jimmy and Jay are out of the bloodline. Nick Aldis turned on Alex Shelley. Uh-oh. Forbidden oh, doors man. this weekend. That means picks. Oh, Tony doesn't like picks. Why are you Wonderful. I fucking hate picks. I've hated picks for five fucking years. <laughs> and we have a new uh, video opening, apparently. So, uh, so I'll hear next. Episode 642, The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Wait, it's not playing. What the fuck? There we, there we go. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. Tune in live to episode 642 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on social media and going with you wherever you go on each and every one of those streaming podcasting platforms. Enough of that. There's three men here tonight. Let's get into some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. KJG. Fellas, fellas, fellas. We've got production. 
What was that? <laughs> In fairness, I, I did ask you to mute your microphone, but your what fucking put it over the top, dude. It was amazing. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I had it muted. That's my bad. <laughs> oh. Bro, we got animations. We got dancing girls. We got Where? a fucking, we got a, a credits roll in the beginning. Where did you, where, all right. The, the girls, where, how, wh how? Listen, Tony knows how to get in touch with the right people to get some production done. Let's is just that a, is that a Kratzo vehicle? No, that's a, that's a, well, it's probably from his neck of the woods, but yeah, it's a, I would guess. Probably? You think? Yeah, I would say so. wizards. Yeah. Or was it a Miko? Did Miko, did you, did you reach out to Miko Maestro? Oh, uh, no, I, I actually, I didn't. Uh, wait, let's go to this. Matthew Birch. Yo, I love the new video open for the show. Uh, Kate joining. What in the AI flavored hell is this? Justin Anderson, 10 out of 10 intro. Uh, Judge Crandall, of course, Vince, that's lovely. And uh, Scott George, great intro. Love the Russian mail order brides. I, I mean, I guess maybe you could call them that. Brilliant stuff. I, uh, tremendous. Dude, I've been, I've been, I've, I've been wanting to air this since, since I finished it all on Saturday, dude. I was like, this is going to be fucking epic. And I'm no, so seriously, glad. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you find the girls? They're easy to find, bro. You just got to know where to look. <laughs> I don't I don't know where to look. So where did you like where do they what what service is this? What <laughs> service? <laughs> like, I'm gonna come on you like nobody's really like, come on. What's the matter with you? That's like, working where, from TA, dude. Like was you know, a, was, is this like a cameo sort of deal? Uh, maybe. We'll talk off air. I don't want to spill all my secrets. But I yeah, know, thumbs up. Amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Did you like the dancing routine? I love the the dancing routine, the hole in the stockings, fantastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the all all the, the the social media stuff was awesome. Like the the whole introducing each one of us was incredible. Yeah, I even I even gave a uh, credit to uh, Brundin and uh, Bauerhausen because they've been the helping out credit. behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah, man. And One I tried to pick the silliest pictures of the four of us. You know, I I am I love it. I didn't I knew about the girl video. Didn't know about this whole intro. Love it. Brilliant. I, I perfect. And I don't know if you noticed, Kevin, but specifically for yours, instead of your name popping in, it actually scrolls and says KJG. Right. It, the only thing that stinks is that I sit so far back from the camera that it's tough for me. To, it was tough for me to see what picture you used for me. It was so when you said Dakota try. Like that was like your hand motion. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Dude, I loved A, a plus. Thank you. Thank you. How you guys doing tonight? Fucking good. great that that finally aired and it went over. Fuck Dude, yeah. Over huge. That's a five star Meltzer rating right there. Oh, yes. Fucking seven in the Tokyo Dome. Well, of course. I mean, right. you know, this is what we did. You just opened the forbidden door, T Donk. <laughs> the fucking Russian dolls or whatever the fuck they were. Kratzos. I can't wait to do the one with the Nigerian dudes. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? The video of uh who was the video that uh the music video from the eighties? Oh, uh, simply irresistible. Simply uh, irresistible. Yeah. <laughs> but they were wearing, why were they wearing rabbit ears? I dude, whatever. <laughs> The fucking eighties. That's what happened in the eighties. No, it was simply irresistible. They weren't, but on this video, they were all wearing rabbit ears. Dude, they kissed a. They kissed a 
fucking uh, printout of our image, something like, you know, someone's aunt's like, look at this meme I printed out on the internet today. They had, they had to tear off the sides of the paper with the holes in it. <laughs> like, like, remember that old computer paper? And dude, God, God bless the man. The turnaround was super fast too. So like, that's why I was like, all right, this is going to happen on Monday. It's yeah, it's perfect. easy when you're hoarding sex slaves. Oh, listen, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure those young women are just fine. Yeah, all the bread and water they could they could handle <laughs> with, with yeah. their control top they, pantyhose and yeah, they take down the curtain in the back. There's a cage <laughs> and a fucking yeah. taser. Back you go yeah. and some fucking. You go back now. Take off those buddy ears. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to see them on a uh, fucking episode of Dateline and they use this footage. Yeah. We're, we're all now we're all accomplices. Now we're all. They're all guilty as shit. God damn it, Justin. Justin says the girls had a printer. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, right. shit. Go back to your hole. Just, uh, <laughs> if you missed the soft open, uh, HK is in Mexico. His head looks like an almond and he was pretty lit. But he was- Oh, he was soft for sure. Uh, how you guys doing? How's the week treating y'all? I ate tons of meat yesterday. And that's not a sexual thing. Well, maybe it is. Oh, it's Father's uh, Day. That's right. Happy yeah, it was Father's, Father's Day. Day. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and uh, Father's Day, sir. Thank you. We uh we went out to Rodizio. Nice. We went o- we went over the river to Solar, and we me and the boy got some uh some fresh meats, and the wife treated herself to some paella. There may or may not have been a pitcher of sangria shared amongst the table, and uh yeah, it was good times. I like that. I like the, you didn't let the boy drink the sangria. No, 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 no. He's actually pretty you, good with that. Like he. When will you allow him to have his first beer in your presence? Whenever he wants. He just doesn't want to. He's very right. responsible. God bless him. So our rule was once you start like college or you turn eighteen, the family will let you have a beer. But you would let him. You would let him have one now. Not have one. I'd let him try one. I don't think he's like a fan of like doing yeah. that. So yeah, I don't want to push him, but. I'm always curious about that because our, our rule in our family throughout the entire family, like my aunts, my uncles, my cousins was once you go to college, you're allowed to drink at family functions. But until then, you can't. Hmm. Nice. Uh, How was your guys weekend so far or weekend, whatever? Yeah, weekend. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm off today, but I learned my lesson from Memorial Day, so I'm taking it easy. Uh Juneteenth was today, so I had off work. So I uh, spent some time with some friends this weekend. We were supposed to go to my brother's for uh, for Father's Day, but my sister-in-law wasn't feeling well. So I just got my dad a couple presents, and we did that here. And uh, then I went out, you know, gallivanting. Nice. So, Matt, how about you? Uh, I worked all weekend. I put a, uh, a window in the garage yesterday, so I felt pretty accomplished. This is... Uh... This is my third podcast today. Oh, what'd you do? Bread Club? We did Bread Club. I did uh, The Apron Bump with Kyle, which will drop Wednesday. We oh, talked nice. No Way Out 2003. No Way Out 2003. Is that when Eddie wins the belt? No. No, it's uh, Austin Returns to Fight Bischoff, The Rock vs. Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so funny that you mentioned that because I... W- for some reason, I was I was kind of going on a mission on, on finding out when like the full blooded Italians like redebuted in WWE, but like the Stamboli and Palumbo version, and like 
all I found was like 2003s. I was going through every single SmackDown on the network to try to find it. And that's when those rock promos started for him to start coming back to face Hogan. And that was like kind of like Roddy Piper, Sean O'Hare era uh, stuff. So, yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we're, we're fire. I had a C4. Nice. Wait, 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 hold that can up. Is there a shirtless dude on that can? Yeah, it's a Minoru Suzuki. It's not a can. It's a koozie, bro. Oh. <laughs> Matt's basically not wearing Suzuki, a shirt either. And then it says, recycle your fucking empties. Gotta recycle. Well, I thought C4 was some sort of like, you know, fucking juice head gym rat kind of drink. Don't worry about what it is. Look at these guns, baby. Fuck yeah, dude. Put a little extra oomph in it. A little deodorant on before you put that shirt on, I hope. Uh, no, I didn't. I took a shower about six thirty. I actually went out and bought deodorant today. Actually, you don't put deodorant on if you take a shower. I'm not going anywhere. I don't smell. Really? You don't put deodorant on after you get out of the shower. Not when I'm. I'm here. I'm not okay. Leaving. But not even like two or three, just to give yourself a little, you know, protection. I just got out of the shower. I just did too, and I put on like I'm fucking like five going shoes. out. If I'm going out, I'll put on deodorant, but I'm not going anywhere. Matt, like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is the strangest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I agree with KJG. Okay. All right. That's some weird shit, dude. Like, how do you it's like it to me, it's like putting on like your socks, like before you put your shoes on. Like it's it's just like <laughs> you put deodorant on after you get out of the shower. I don't. All right, you are a rebel. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no sleeves too. Yeah, look at this. Cut off Matt. My what time's Rihanna getting home? My third t-shirt of the day. See, that's why you put deodorant on, so you don't have to change. I all took that. a shower before, like, 20 minutes ago. I took it now, maybe half an hour. Cause 20 all right, minutes. so are you going to recycle that shirt, or that shirt's going in the hamper when after the show? When it's done, it'll go in the hamper. Uh, all right. At least he's not going to recycle it with no deodorant. I'm not I, leaving the house. Why do I have to put deodorant on? Why? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, to check your pits, bro. Like you, your I pits just don't... got out of the fucking shower. I cleaned myself. So in three hours, who's to say you're not going to freaking smell like a pile of garbage? Yeah, it's true, man. My wife will tell me if I smell like a pile of garbage. Oh, and she will. You, you know can't that. Put deodorant on when you already smell because it doesn't work. You why would do I it. smell? Cut it right to the source. Why would I? Don't care. Why would I smell? I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting here talking to you guys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're very contagious. A little bit. Fucking weird. We're the weird ones because we put deodorant after a shower. I'm not saying you're weird for that. I'm not going anywhere. I don't need to put deodorant on. I don't understand why you wouldn't, though. Like, I know. All right. So, all right. Because I'm not leaving the house. You don't need to do it. I'm not doing an activity that would make me sweat and smell. But I don't understand how you. I just don't understand how you wouldn't do it without thinking that you need to do it. Like, I don't need to put a belt on my pants sometimes, but I do. Like, I don't need to, like, it's just so weird. Like, why? Like, it's like it's the first thing I do when I get out of the shower. I put deodorant on, like, all the time. No Bro, the chat is fucking lighting up on both sides of the fence. Danny Rush joining in. I was with Matt on being cool with socks in the house. Not putting deodorant after a shower is wild. Uh, Matthew Birch. You don't have to put deodorant after a shower if you're not leaving the house. This literally makes no sense. And then Brendan comes in. Matt doesn't rage sweat during the show. Yeah. No. You get you get pretty intense sometimes. Do. And then Kate, of course, slippery slope mentality of wrestling fans right here. And now look, don't when I shower in the morning before I leave for work, I'll put deodorant on because right. I'm gone for the day. 
my pits I'm always. Not... If I don't have deodorant on after a shower, like my armpits don't feel right. Like I need yeah, something there, you know. Yeah, that's you guys. I don't know what to tell you. Put a fucking I, I, cucumber it's under just your arm. Mind-boggling. Why would I want to my mind? Cucumber. Under my arm. I don't fucking know. You said you feel like you don't have anything under your armpits. Put a fucking cucumber under there. You feel better. Good for your skin. Uh, I, I thought I knew you, bro, and I've known you for a long time. So, like, the, is it a conscious thought? Like, I'm not putting deodorant on, yes. or is it just something you don't think about? You're just like, All right, I'm no, just I'm it. not going anywhere. I'm not putting deodorant on. I just got out of the shower. You know, deodorant's not terribly expensive. It's not like, you know, putting a swipe not on is going to... It has nothing to do. I have fucking tons of deodorant in my bathroom. Because you're not using it. That's why. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I just showered. I literally just took the loofah with the body wash. Matt's got, Matt's got four shelves of fucking figures and three shelves of deodorant. Yeah. Matt, do you have any mid on card deodorants? <laughs> No, everything is open, ready to go. So I asked for our Kev. Christmas. He's got a keeper and a, and a, and a breather for that, each variety. That, that sends his deodorants to get graded. <laughs> Actually, just opened a new deodorant this afternoon. <laughs> Haven't used it yet. Didn't need to. <laughs> Incorrect. Nope. Left the house this morning. Put on deodorant. You said you opened it this afternoon. Aha. So, doing? Matt, do you get deodorant slash antiperspirant, or are you just straight up deod? Just deodorant. Oh, gotta get the antiperse. For what? So you don't sweat. I stand in front of a fucking thousand degree <laughs> oven every day. There's no possible way I'm not going to sweat. Nothing will stop me from sweating. Yeah, but your pits will be dry. Like, your face may be sweaty, but you know. You don't think I have deodorant in my work bag? I don't know. Do you? No, I, I appreciate you. that. Because I go from event to event, so I don't want to show up smelling like a stinky sack of shit. You well, save that for your wife. To event, you shouldn't need. To... <laughs> no, I don't save it for my wife. I don't smell. No wonder she doesn't want to mix her laundry with yours, you smelly prick. Kate the Great. Matt doesn't smell at show. Yeah, I at can... a show. We're talking about like at home where he's like not putting deodorant on. It's just weird. You act like I run a fucking mile, then I come home and put my onion bag on the fucking sofa. <laughs> I just got out of the shower. Every Monday, I take a shower right before the show. I would hope you take a shower every day. Some people yes, don't, Kevin. Every so. Monday, I take two. I take one in the morning, and then I take one right before the show. It's like a weird middle-of-the-day shower. Typically, it's morning, and when I get home from work. But today it's morning and I do my day shit. And then before the podcast, like 615, I'll jump in the shower. I, I guess I'm just struggling with with it being like a conscious decision not to. Like that's like that's like where I, I'm, I, I understand if you don't want to do it. OK, I can get past that. But the fact that it's not like an automatic thought in your head to get out of the shower and put deodorant on. Is I can't get that. That's what I'm struggling with. Is basically what I'm saying. Uh, and I understand you're not going anywhere. Not, I don't know. I get it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I guess maybe it's a me thing. I don't know, but Tony seems. To I also know people who put deodorant on before they go to bed. Yeah. Well, when I get out of the shower at the end of the day, I'll put. Deodorant yeah. No, on. no. I only put deodorant on when I get out of the shower. No, like even if I wash up for bed, you know, check the pitch, check the balls, check the asshole, put on a shot of deodorant, get in bed. Tony, let me ask you this. Have you ever put deodorant somewhere other than your armpits? 
Oh, Jesus Christ. No, not a stick deodorant. No, no. Not a spray deodorant either. Like if you not any the... typical deodorant that goes under your arms. No. Like if you want the smell to be more profound, like you wouldn't put it anywhere else other than your pits? No. I mean, if you're going to do that, I would imagine you'd want to do like an Axe body spray or maybe yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, a shot of cologne or, yeah. you know, if you got one of them fucking like man groomer fucking creams or fucking. I got something. a ton of Manscaped sh- shit I never used. Anyone want it? Yes. I think I threw my, mine out, my, 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 uh, Trimmer's broken. So I need like a new blade, maybe. <laughs> Using it too broken, much? Broken or you need a new blade? I think I just need a new blade. I don't know yet. I, if, if I try a new blade, it could work. If not, then it's broken. I could give you my blade. I'm not using it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not using a used blade. If Matt has new blades, I'll use a new blade. I got to look in the drawer and see what it is. What's there? I don't know. He just kept sending me shit. Like, I'll take whatever you got if you don't want it. Want the fucking money. I didn't want your fucking product. Yeah, we just wanted the sponsorship. Yeah, I fucking nick my taint with one of them shitty ad things. reads. <laughs> you guys ready? <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess we should talk about wrestling, right? Are you guys ready to go? All right, this is the segment we love to call Over the Top, and I'm going to start it off with WWE, and holy hell, there's a lot to get through here. So bear with me, I'm going to butcher a lot of shit. We got Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes defeats The Miz, my two favorite wrestlers on the planet. Becky Lynch defeats Chelsea Green with Sonya Deville, Money in the Bank qualifying match, Damian DePriest. Damien the Priest. Told you. Didn't take long. Damien Priest defeats Matt Riddle to qualify for the Money in the Bank match. Bronson Reed defeats Ricochet by DQ. Shayna Baszler alongside uh, with uh, Ronda Rousey defeats Raquel Gonzalez. Rodriguez now. I keep forgetting that's her new name. Chad Gable with Maxine Dupree and Otis defeats Eric with Ivar and Bahala. WWE tag team title. WWE SmackDown tag team title match. I guess it's just undisputed. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat Imperium, Gunther, and Ludwig Kaiser. And let's go right over to SmackDown, T-Donk, huh? How about that? Let's do that. Yeah, sure. WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champion, number one contenders, gauntlet match, pretty deadly, defeat Hit Row, uh, LWO, the Brawling Brutes, actually consisting of Ridge, Holland, and Sheamus, and the OC, and the Street Profits. Street Profits go out first to the Brawling Brutes. Um, then, then of course you got the brawling brutes also defeating the OC, which is a shame. And then you had the brawling brutes defeating the LWO. And then you have, uh, the brawling brutes defeating hit row them pretty deadly defeat the brawling brutes. You have Zelina Vega defeating EO sky in two minutes and 24 seconds in a mixed tag match carrying cross and Scarlet. Wow. This might be Scarlet's first actual wrestling match defeats, uh, AJ styles and Michin Miriam. And then Santos Escobar defeats L.A. Knight. Tony, why don't we go over to NXT? How about that? Sure. Mustafa Ali, Tyler Bate, Wesley defeat the Schism. Uh, Jagger Reed, Joe Gacy, and Rip Fowler with Ava. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. And then we got the Thea Hale defeats Cora J. The NXT Heritage Cup title match. Nathan Frazier defeats... Oh, boy. Oro Mensa. Uh, replacement for Noam Dar, apparently. Dar. Noam Dar. Dar. Uh, 
So yeah, Nathan Frazier defeats Owen Mensha. Owen Mensha defeats Nathan. I guess it was a two out of three falls match, and Nathan Frazier wins two out of the three falls to win two on one handicap match. Axiom and the Scripps defeat Dabakato. Malik Blade defeats Roxanne Perez. And wait, nope, wait. <laughs> Malik, my balls. Dabakato Malik Blade defeats Edris and. <laughs> Anofi. Just make it up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to make this a segment. Uh, Roxanne Perez defeats Tatum Paxley and a number one contenders match. Baron Corbin defeats Ilya Dragunov. Tony, that was WWE this week. So why don't you take me over the top? Pope John Paul II was made an honorary member of the Harlem Globetrotters. While he didn't have much of a jump shot, he was definitely a master of the Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, well, you know, this is what we missed last week. Over on AEW Dynamite, uh, an AEW World Title Eliminator match, Adam Cole and MJF went to a 30-minute draw. Darby Allen, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, and Sting defeated the Mogul Embassy in an AEW TNT title match. Wardlow with Arn Anderson defeated Jake Hager. In an AEW Women's World Title match, Tony Storm defeated Sky Blue. The Elite, Adam Page, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson defeated the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castagnoli, John Moxley, and Wheeler, Utah. Over on Rampage, United Empire, Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and Will Ospreay defeated Chaos, Chuck Taylor, Rocky Romero, Trent Beretta. Taya Valkyrie defeated Trish Adora in a six-person mixed tag match. Aubrey Edwards, Mark Briscoe, and Papa Briscoe defeated Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett. Uh, Takeshita defeated Bandito on the debuting collision. We have a brand new AEW TNT champion as Luchasaurus defeated Wardlow. Andrade El Idolo defeated Buddy Matthews. Miro defeated Tony Nice. Guy behind us is Starks. Yeah, I was going to say Tony Storm. Uh, Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale defeated the Outcast, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. And in your main event, FTR and CM Punk defeated Bullet Club Gold and Samoa Joe. Tony, take it over the top. Lucha fucking Soros has more Meltzerated five-star matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's true. Does he really? Yep. What's his five-star match? Not that it, match we were at. No, it was a six-man. It was Christian and uh, Jungle Boy and Lucha against the Bucks, I want to say. I forget, dude. I have huh. to look it up now. Keep going. That's I'll, I'll let me. you know. Yeah, yeah. No ROH? Or I can do ROH right now. Over in Ring of Honor, <laughs> ROH World Television title match. Samoa Joe defeated Matt Seidel. Nick Camarado defeated Demos with Teal Pepper. Piper? I don't even know what that's Piper. Teal Piper's Piper. Roddy Piper's daughter. Daughter. Dummy. Oh, good for her. Iron Savage, Iron Savages, Iron Savages defeated Red Titus and Tracy Williams. Diamante defeated Teal Piper. Well, there you go. Tony Nice defeated Serpentico. Miranda Alize defeated Notorious Mimi. Stu Grayson, Stu Grayson, <laughs> and the Righteous defeated Dalton Castle and the Boys. ROH Women's World Title Proving Ground match. Athena defeated Trisha Dora. Mark Briscoe defeated Anthony Henry. In a pure rules match, Daniel Garcia defeated the DKC. Sky Blue beat Viva Van. And in a ROH World Six-Man title match, the Mogul Embassy defeated Action Andretti, Air Fox, and Darius Martin. Tony, take it over the top. 
Hulk Hogan's 1-900 fan hotline was the most profitable 900 number from 1991 to 1993. The number, in case you didn't remember, was 1-900-454-HULK and cost $1.49 for the first minute and $0.99 cents each additional minute. On average, this came out to about $0.08 cents per dude and $0.06 cents per brother. By the way, the super click of Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson wrestled Christian Cage and Jurassic Express at AEW Full Gear on November 13th, 2021. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Match sure got that five stars. A, yeah, it's pretty good. That made an impact. And speaking of impact, why don't I talk about impact professional wrestling? Results from impact this past Thursday night. Rich Swan defeats Moose. Non-title tag team match, Ace Austin and Chris Bay. The ABC of the Bullet Club defeat Decay, Black Taurus Hogan, and Crazy Steve. The 10-man mixed tag match, Deanna Parazzi, the Motor City Machine Guns, Nick Aldis, Trinity, defeat Giselle Shaw, Kenny King, Savannah Evans, Sheldon Jean, and Trey Miguel. Tony, that's it for Impact, baby. So why don't you go ahead and step right up to the plate and take me over the top. Is that the last one? No. Okay, good. Uh, there's a one in three chance police will not identify your murderer if you're killed in the United States. However, if your love of wrestling is killed, it's most likely because of someone named Tony or Vince. No court? <laughs> you know, court out of that? Right. Nope. Last one for the night. MLW Fusion, the MLW World Middleweight tr title triple threat match. Akira defeats Lindsay Dorado and Leo Rush to claim his first MLW World Middleweight title. Sam Adonis defeated Willie Mack. And in your main event, the MLW Women's World Featherweight title changed hands as Delmi Exo defeated Taya Valkyrie. Tony, take us over the top. A person will shed about 40 pounds of skin in his lifetime. This still leaves the average wrestling fan about 360 more to go, you fucking losers. I'm going to take a break because I need a treat. Can I can I dip out for two minutes? You need a treat, yeah. Yeah, man. I need a treat. Trust a me. A treat? Yes, a treat. He's going to be here shortly, so. Okay. No, I'll be back. Give me two minutes. Okay. A treat. What is he, a dog? I don't fucking know. I don't know if he's going to come back in gimmick. I don't know if he's got. Uh, oh, he's getting a fucking one of those frozen banana things. Oh, the Dianas? Dianas bananas. Yeah. It's a little weird. It is Why weird. Why would you like sexualize your mother? Yeah, they're they're doing this some little beaver cleavage stuff right here. I don't like it. You like it? No, I don't like it. I said. Oh, okay. Just double yeah. make sure. Yeah, yeah. No, you, I appreciate you double checking. Yeah, I don't want to be quoted wrong. Uh, no, I don't like it. It's, it's, no, it's a little, no, uh, not a big fan. Now it's a little incestual, if you ask me. I don't understand. He's like going to come back all excited with this fucking frozen ice cream banana thing named I'm after. Sure they, I'm sure they're delicious. I don't really like bananas. You don't like bananas? I like uh no, not really. It's a texture thing. What's your um what's your favorite fruit? So I fa I like a uh, strawberry. So would you eat a so would you indulge in a chocolate covered strawberry? Oh yeah, I have. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like a raspberry. I like the berry family. Not a big blueberry guy. Yeah, no, neither am I. Like a strawberry, like a raspberry, like a blackberry. I like blackberry flavored stuff. I don't think I've ever actually had a blackberry. Rambalam. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, and we Let's, already know what you did. Uh, I, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Diana's bananas, baby. There you go. 
That's so weird. Why is that weird? I don't know, because you're going to put like a thing that looks like a... You know what? Never mind. Yeah, let's not go there. But what, what, else, what else we got? Jesus criminy. <laughs> Who doesn't love Diana's bananas? That look, looks disgusting. Looks like a fucking like, wait, it's no. like a walrus. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. Don't do this, Tony. Don't do it. We've doing. Fucking mm. Yeah, it's a fucking frozen thing. Do it. <laughs> That's what she said. I dropped my frozen thing. Can't even bite into this shit. Lucky. Fuck yeah. Right, well, I guess enjoy that. Hmm. Why would you get that right before our guest was showing up? <laughs> I wanted a treat. I, you had all night to get a treat. Oh, I didn't have all night to get Diana's bananas. Mm. Mike Peterson knows the score. HK loves Diana's bananas. Who doesn't? Dude, why? Why? Just because I can. I know, but why? Like, it's your mother, man. You say my mother? It's a banana. It's named after your mother, and you purposely get them because of that. And then you're like sexualizing the banana or your whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't sexualize a banana. I'm eating a banana. It's hard to fucking bite, though. Well, you gotta Mm. suck. I got it. There we go. What? Nothing. Honestly, you want my review? I haven't reviewed ice cream in a while. Not good. No. Not a fan. So what are you gonna do the whole other? No, I know it. Well, of course I'm going to. How we got a guest joining us. How many, how many bananas in a package? You get six of Diana's bananas in a package. Oh God, would you pay like fucking eight bucks for them? Probably. Ugh. <laughs> uh, we get Jesus. Yeah, what? We're, <laughs> we're, what? We're we're off the rails. I don't know you. Why did you have to do this like right before a guest comes on? Right, you want me to get rid of it? I'll get rid of it. No, it's fine because he's not here. So, you know, maybe he fucking sees you sucking on a banana and he called it a day. He's like, who are these fucking losers? <laughs> hey, I did send him the link this morning, but he didn't respond. Uh-oh. He responded Saturday. That was Saturday? two days ago. Saturday's all right for fighting. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess we could talk a, a little bit of uh, AEW while we wait for old... But wait a minute, wait. Before we go to AEW, can I just get MLW out of the way real quick? Okay. Now, I texted Matt because Matt was kind of like, at around the same time as me, getting back on the MLW bandwagon, potentially. And you know what? I was kind of feeling the same thing. It was like, Kev, what do you call it in, in comedy? Like, when one comedian comes up with a joke, but somebody like far away who never would have heard it also came up with it it's like simultaneous some shit or yeah it's it's like yeah there's no real actual term for it it's but it happens it's like a thing that happens like you can't accuse somebody of stealing your joke if they've never actually seen you say it but they just have like-minded ideas yeah so matt and i were kind of on the same wavelength to start watching mlw so i watch it again this week the matches I mean, the, the three-way for the middleweight title was okay, but the Sam Adonis match was good. The title match with the women was, like, okay to good. But they were doing some weird shit with Taya Valkyrie where, like, every time she tried to do an interview backstage, like, the audio was having issues and this and that. But when they came back for the second try at an interview with her, the audio kept cutting in and out. And when the audio came back and she goes, and now she's the champion, what kind of shit is this? First of all, she's not wearing the same outfit. Excuse me, that she went to the ring with 30 seconds later. But second of all, she told everybody that her opponent is the fucking champion. It's like, 
what kind of bad production quality are we got here in MLW? Like, I don't get it. Like, you want people to watch the show. Why are you not checking what you're putting out there? Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, wasn't there a situation, and I'm not trying to uh, deviate from MLW. We'll get right back to it. But wasn't there a situation in AEW where the camera caught, like, Moxley, like, literally just talking to the Young Bucks at at ringside? Like while they were on the ground, like telling them like the next spot. Did you? Did you guys uh, yes, see that? that was the main event of Dynamite. Yeah. So, and anyway. I mean, it happened with Road Warrior Hawk when he walked in on the Vader interview that time. Like that was a famous gaffe, right? But then again, yeah, that but- was that was live. You can't like, what are you going to do about that? You know. Right. It's it's so. We know the formula for MLW. They tape these shows months in advance, right? So you let's just. Let's just say, right, you're an MLW fan. You avoid spoilers. Uh, I don't know how that's possible, but you do um, for months at a clip so you can watch these shows. And this whole 50-minute episode is all building up to this match. They started the build last week. Now we're building up to this match, Delmi uh, XO against Taya Valkyrie. And you're giving away the fucking ending before the match even starts. Like, why do I, why should I give a fuck then? Yep. Like what? And it's like, and it was like this. Why does she have the title? And it's like, I fucking tweeted, like, why would you do this? This is fucking stupid. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't understand what they're going for. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really understand what the, what the, the, um, the tech issues were supposed to be about anyway like it didn't make sense from a storyline standpoint and then when she drops heat like oh and then she's and she's the champion and then and then that's why i'm leaving and she's like what kind of shit is that i'm like what kind of shit is this you just fucking gave away that you're not the champ and why would they think it's like why would they air that maybe that was supposed to air the next week you know what i'm saying like it only makes sense if they're fucking with her after the fact that she lost the title, like this week on MLW, if they aired that segment, fine, it fits. You, I lost the title. Now you don't give me any respect. You can't get the audio. You can't get production to work when you're trying to interview me. But here, like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, but these shows are so far in the fucking can. Like, why isn't someone going over these with a fine tooth comb? Like, this mm-hmm. is, you're not on, uh, you're not on what they were on fucking true TV or whatever, to whatever fucking like you gotta, you gotta like, if you put, if you did the video, Tony, you spent all weekend on the video and then it says starring fucking Pat instead of Matt. I'd be like, what the fuck, dude, <laughs> dude, you don't know how many times I went through spell check and everything to make sure everything was right. Like wizards podcast and shining wizards and fucking Brendan's name and everything. I was like, well, all you right, always want, you always want to say Brendan or Brandon. Yeah. So right. I was like, okay, everything looks good. There we go. We're good. But yeah, man. And look, we're not MLW. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would figure they've got like a huge production crew, at least a semi-large production crew that fucking knows to, how to put all this shit together. Yeah, like, I'm a novice. If I could put together a two-minute intro for our fucking for our podcast, you would think these guys would be able to have some continuity with their wrestling storylines. Maybe not. I don't know. It was a bummer, and, dude. And I want to watch ML. Like, I want to watch MLW. Like, then this is like, you know, something that's just like, it frustrates me. Like, well, you know, I'm not going to watch the last fucking eight minutes of the show because I already know the outcome. 
How am I supposed to be invested if I know what's going to happen? 100%. So, the show, the episode was good, right? Like, I'll watch again next week, but it's just, like, disappointing. Like, I don't, I, I want to get excited for this big Hammerstone-Alex Kane match in July. Yep. But like, right. what happens What happens when I tune in next week and there's another fucking gaff? Yeah, like, aren't we getting Fatu and um, Anigan next week? Uh, that's a good question. I thought, I think we might be. Is it Fatu and, or is it Ricky Shane Page? I don't, I thought, didn't Fatu, didn't he say in his interview he was coming for what's his name? I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't really remember. Hold on, let me pull up the. NL uh, Dub? Let's see what we got here. Yes, Mike Peterson says Delmi Exo from East Hampton, Massachusetts, a local, a local lass. And uh her C Stars partner Ashley Vox was NWA, one of the originals. Oh. oh, also, also, I can't find it on there, but something just popped up. Uh fuck who fuck Microman. Fuck Microman. Yep. I don't give a fuck about Microman. Nobody does. It's you should have stupid. I gotta watch this stupid promo video about this little fucking shit. Are you fucking kidding me? He We're beat gonna... Gino Medino on his way out, too. We're pushing Microman. Last week, they did a great segment on the main event, this new tag team they're from House of Glory. Great. New faces. I love it. Come on, Microman. I got to fucking believe Microman is going to get in the ring and fucking wrestle with these guys. They're not bringing in any other little people. I'm just I'm just tired of like the whole Mexican crossover with all like the guys like Psycho Clown and all that. Look, look, they're great. They're adding nothing to the story of MLW. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of one-off shows in Mexico that they just keep like the fucking like when they had the shit with Hammerstone and Holiday. It was at some fucking like high school like fucking outdoor basketball court. It's like, come on, man, knock that shit off. I like when MLW does their MLW thing and that's it. That's all they need to do. That's all they need. We don't need a res and fucking psycho clown and, and all these other guys they bring in for like one or two shows. And then that's it. Yeah. Just fucking give us MLW. It doesn't do your, it doesn't do your company any favors by doing that. Yep. Like it really doesn't. If there's no continuity, then that every, every, everything that's credible goes out the window. So I'm with you on that. <clears throat> All right, I just wanted to get MLW out of the way. No, no, I appreciate. I like that. That's good MLW talk to start. Where so, I'm guessing, and I'll try and figure this out. I'm guessing Mister Bad Dude Tito didn't see that it was Eastern, which isn't going to do us any favors because we're not going to be on at ten thirty. But I'll shoot him a message in a minute after I go use. I got to. I got to take a leak. I got to take a lizard, guys. Ooh, leaky paliki. So I'll be right back. Uh, where do you guys want to go next? I don't know. Kevin and I will filibuster. You're good. Go take your piss. Oh, Tony, Tony and I rule. Uh, Tony, how do I get rid of this thing that's underneath that says passionate about WWE? How do I get rid of that? Double click your oh, click your three little dots. Actually, here, I'll get rid of it for you. There you go. You I, mean, I, am passionate about, I mean, I am passionate about WWE, but. Yeah, you just got to click your dots and edit your name and your headline. That's it. It's just your headline. Oh, the three um, dots. Okay, I see it now. All right, so question. Matt just got a little fired up about MLW. You think the pits were leaking a little bit? Yeah, I mean, he, I guarantee you he went to go put on deodorant. He he realized the error of his ways and was like, you know what? I should have probably put this on. Because I'm, I'm, I'm anger sweating right now. Because the Microman, Microman did it. 
dude, I really wanted to like this fucking banana. I really don't care for it. It's really not that good. It's fucking terrible. Do you need to take a break too and throw it away? It's going to be the Kevin show for like four seconds. Nah, it, you know what? You hear that? It sounds like my gavel from last week. It's uh, I think it's going to be frozen for a little you while. You should so. use the Diana's bananas as the gavel henceforth. <laughs> It's not a terrible idea. Like, Lord knows no Lord knows nobody else is going to eat them. Yeah, they uh, clearly they stay frozen. Keep them in the freezer as long as possible. Turn the temp up. It stinks that we're in the summer, but turn the temp all the way up on the freezer. Take everything else that you're worried about over freezing out. Keep the Diana's bananas in the freezer and then use them as the gavel for a wrestler's court or wizard's court. You know, there's regular food that actually goes quite well when it's frozen. You ever have a ring ding or a yodel come out of the freezer? Oh, pe- peanut butter cups are the They're perfect example. Fucking amazing, right? Yeah. Bananas? I was on board with it, but maybe this is just a bad product. I don't know. I don't know, man. I have to, you know what? I have to test this out for myself. I, dude, I love a Charleston chew out of the freezer. A Reese's peanut butter cup is good, like you said. A ring ding or a yodel is fucking fantastic, where the chocolate gets that little crunch in the middle, yeah. is almost like an ice cream. Yodel's the the like the log shaped yes thing with the swirl. It's right? kind of like a rolled. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a rolled up cake. Good shit, man. Yeah, good big shit. yodel guy. Yodel a. <laughs> I'm in it, baby. Let's go. Oh, man. I haven't watched the NWA at all, so I got nothing to say about the NWA. No. We didn't even include it. In they re- yeah, they replayed more of the Crockett Cup. Oh, Fantasticals. So we're I would have been, so, been so happy if I would have paid fucking $50 for that thing or whatever it was. Wasn't it 50 bucks? I think for the two-day thing. Uh, all right. Yeah, you know what? That's fair enough. If it was two days, that's fair enough. Oh boy! Sorry, uh, Danny sending... Russ. No, no, you're good. Danny Russ comes in Kit Kats. I don't know if I ever had Kit Kats Ooh, from Frozen. That's a great call. Might Kit have Kats to give are... that one a try. Because well, Kit Kats are incredible in their like natural state. But imagine like the snap that you would get from a Kit Kat if it was frozen or at least chilled. Oh, mama mia! Now you know we fucking we get a good idea from Danny Russ, and then fucking asshole Mike Peterson comes in with milk duds. Who's yeah. fucking break? You break your teeth with milk duds when they're in in your regular yeah. room temperature. Yeah, that comment was a milk dud. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible idea, Mike Peterson. Yeah, we love you, but man, who, yeah, yeah. I like my teeth more than I like fucking milk duds. Well, I'll well, tell Ch- you, Charleston chews weren't easy on the on the chompers either. By no, way. but if you take it and you you got to smash it before you open it up, and then yeah, you take you the got, little yeah, pieces. you got to break, you got to smash it on. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't think was a milk dud. AEW Collision. All right. Um, I didn't get to watch it live. I don't know if you guys got to watch it live. Um, I did not watch it live. Saturday nights is not, is my night for fighting, so I go out and fight. I tried I tried finding it today on the social medias on the internet. I couldn't find it. I was pissed off because I really wanted to watch Wait, some of it. Do you not do you not have a, a cable service? No, I do. I so just why don't you just go to TNT's website and Oh, is it on there for real? Oh, it's on there the net like the next day. Oh shit. And it's the same thing with Dynamite. You go to TBS and you go to TNT's website and you and you log in with your cable provider's info and you could watch it. Oh, there's, there, fuck, there's dude. commercials, but I had no idea. 
Shit. So I just got to go like to TNT, like TNTdrama.com. Boom. I'll watch it today. Fuck. All right. Now I know for next yeah, week. And then say, so I, I very rarely watch wrestling live because obviously Monday nights we do the show and I don't want to go in cold watching raw at like 10 o'clock. So I'll go to USA network.com raw and wait for them to post raw and watch it. Like today I also watched, I tried to watch as much as I could of Fox of, of SmackDown Fox. Boom. They put it up the next day. Watch it. Just lo- log in with your cable provider and you can watch it. It's, it's perfect. It's it's a great system if you can't get to watch wrestling live. Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, TNTdrama.com, baby. I thought um, I thought Collision was an excellent first episode. Um, it was very it was very much stripped down to just wrestling, right? We didn't have a lot of, there was no goofy segments. There was no, yeah. you, I mean, you had the, 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 the acclaim stuff, but everyone loves the, no pun intended. Everyone loves the acclaim. So having them out there, just cutting a promo about the trio's title was cool. Right. But it was, it was very cut and dry, right? It was very yeah. wrestling uh, centric. Um, and now I don't know if this is the direction collisions going to go in. Like, you know, like uh, to make a comparison to the WWE, like Raw is the entertainment show and SmackDown is the wrestling show. I don't think that comparison holds up anymore. That was like in the Paul Heyman writing era. Like, I think both shows on on WWE, because I, I do watch them both. I didn't get to see all of SmackDown this week, but I do watch them both pretty regularly. And I think that that comparison is is outdated. And I think they're both equally entertainment and wrestling shows well, for the sake of the conversation since we don't have anything else to compare them fair to, enough would be the fair enough thing fair enough um we had the big uh cm punk return uh we had the big cm punk article that dropped friday that uh some of the wrestling journalists made it sound like he was gonna yeah. uh put someone's dog in a microwave and eat their first child yeah uh, pretty uneventful total yes, nothing basically. burger nothing burger and then uh, he comes out, he starts, uh, look, man, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't like CM Punk. Um, but, man, it's it, it's nice to to hear Cult of Personality and see yeah. him come out. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I can't sit here and act like I didn't think it was cool when he came back and he cut like a whatever fucking windbag promo. Shoot promo. Everybody. I don't know. Yeah. He kept saying a phrase that really bothered me. Which what? Well, which one? Like if that's the truth, or uh... oh no, tell me when I'm telling lies. Oh yeah, tell me when I'm telling lies. Like you know, but the the it was funny. He made the uh, the the one buck joke. No, the uh, a million counterfeit bucks or something like that. And yeah. uh, I think one of the Jacksons tweeted. Uh, they were like, this would have been a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees if we could. <laughs> like, this would have been I'm a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees before the show was over. I'm telling you right now, Matt, this is this has storyline written all over it. Do you agree, Matt, or no? You, you would hope so. You have to hope so. It's yeah. see, it's the only thing that makes sense, right? This is what if you he's back, right? So um you're gonna, you know, you're gonna assume he's carrying the AEW flag. He's on their program. Um, it's gonna be really interesting this week because we have Dynamite Wednesday, we have Rampage Friday, 
Collision Saturday, Forbidden Door Sunday. Oh God, that's so awesome! Like, why? There, I don't see how you do Collision without an appearance by Kenny Omega before this huge big match. And uh, my understanding is they're selling not great. I don't think ticket sales are great for this weekend's Collision. Yeah, you know why? I think before this week's Collision was announced, they had like the pay per view. I think uh, Dynamite was already sold. Like they, they're trying to sell like four shows in one week, and like Collision's late to the party. You know what That's I'm saying? I, yeah, it but no, is. I, I don't see what how you don't have like Kenny Omega on Collision. So, do you think Kenny Omega moves the needle? I think before this huge match with Will Ospreay, it'd be silly not to have him on the show. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I agree with I agree with that. About moving the needle. I'm just saying if yeah. you believe the narrative where. You know, these guys are on separate shows and they won't be uh, interacting together. Well, I, I don't see that. Yeah, I agree lasting. with that. But I, I also think there's something to be said for like the super slow builds for this. Like, like if they don't even. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not talking other. about Kenny Omega going on there and doing something with with Pepsi Phil. OK, gotcha. I'm talking about him just being on the show because he's mm-hmm. got this huge match with fucking Osprey Sunday. Yeah, I agree. You got to pull out all your big guns for all, for every show at this point. If you're launching a brand new TV show, you got to pull out all your big guns. Like, remember, like Thunder, right? Like Thunder initially started with all hands on deck, and then it, it completely filtered down to like Brian Adams versus like you know Diamond Dallas Page in your main event every week. So like you can't let that happen to Collision. No, you and have I don't to think, have all your big guns on there. I don't think they will. I thought the show was really good. Um... I don't don't know how I feel about what Wardlow losing again. Yeah, it's a hot potato title. I don't hot potato. First of all, oh Kevin Kelly and Nigel did an unbelievable job. Killed it. Speaking of killing, what happened yeah. to Jr.? He almost uh, died. Yes, yes, yes. Did he fall and hurt himself? Like what yeah, happened, dude? He fell and he hit his face on something, and then he showed up and he sounded like this. Yeah. But they uh, should have told. Him, they should have told him, bro, take the night off. Like I don't know why they need a three man booth for Collision to begin they, with. They brought because they, they wanted to feel like a bigger show. They brought. And what's wrong with Kevin it. Kelly and Nigel McGuinness? Nothing, but but Jim Ross is. When you think of Jim Ross doing color commentary, like right now, he's associated with AEW. So I guess having him there for the big debut show and the big main event and the big CM Punk return. But in the shape he was in, I don't know how they. Yeah, I, I like, think dude, they just. His... Want, I think they just wanted to do him a favor. Like they want he they know how much he loves to still be involved in the business. So I feel like it was more of like a all right, Jr. We'll let you do this. Yeah, but he showed up and he couldn't talk. Yeah, but uh, do you think it took a, anything away? from anything or no i mean there were times where he just was incoherent and kevin kelly was like yeah great point great point because afterwards he was like he tweeted out like i'm sorry i need to i need to i need to go get better like do you think it's uh the hooch did did kevin kelly and jim ross ever work together in wwe 100 yes. on wwe on raw yes okay. and on all the other shows yes 100 percent. Kevin. so i take it kevin kelly was taking the lead on this show yes Yes. Okay. Kevin Kelly did a phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. Always does. Consummate professional, that guy. So what friend AW, of the show. Yeah, what AEW has done is they assembled like literally a, literally a collection of like 
the best announcers like not named Michael Cole. Like they like literally put them all together. Shivani is still good. Excalibur is good. Ah. Nigel is good. Well, I like who, Nigel. Well, I like Kevin Kelly. Excalibur, I could take or leave. So Excalibur's only issue to me is like when he tries to run through the like the events that are coming up and like they make him but that, I don't think that's on him. They make him oh, that's it, definitely not on him. That they make him do that so freaking fast that he stumbles and yeah, and, and and Kate said in the in the chat, Taz is is really good still too. Uh the only one that and this is through no fault of his own, like age. Listen, Father Time is undefeated, man. Whether you're a worker or whether you're a commentator or whether you're a reporter, JR just doesn't have it anymore. I'm ah, sorry. Tony Schiavone's the shits too, man. No, he's not. He does he serves no purpose being there. That's he's... right. It's Sting. Yeah, no, thanks, Tony. So, here's your check. So here's Tony Schiavone could be better served doing what he does and with the in-ring stuff, which I think he's really good at. Like that scissor segment was fucking hysterical. Tony Schiavone's scissoring with the acclaim was great. So if you want to move him to that role permanently and just literally have Excalibur and Taz on commentary. You want to see you want to see my Tony Schiavone impression of every fucking dynamite? Huh? Sure. All right here. Come here, Sting. Here, what do you gotta say? But look, man. I mean, that's what he does. He doesn't stand there. He doesn't ask questions. He's literally the guy. That, he's like a he's like a fucking human mic stand. He's like, and here, why, here you and go. Why, and why is that a bad thing? That should because be, it's that... Ryan. He's getting paid how much money to stand there and just fucking hold a microphone. And he doesn't even do that. He hands it off and he leaves. You know Will how you much stop? money he's getting paid? Yes, too much. Will you stop? Yeah, get up. Matt. Take, yeah, take it easy, Gorilla. Please, please. Here's the thing, right? JR Post sees as this giant black guy because he fell. Okay, whatever. We can don't have to put the camera on him. But he his job is his voice. And he shows up and he sounds like Kane. Oh, I want. <laughs> why why? Like I, just be like, you know what? This is not for you. Not even this, just for Jim Ross. Like, hey, you're a legend, like. Maybe just sit this one out, big guy. Yeah, somebody they should have just told him, hey, take the night off, man. It's no big deal. He's out here. He's a pop. I'm sorry for the way I sounded. Yeah. I'm gonna take time to heal. Like he then put take time to heal, you fuck. He totally like that at the end of the show was totally like it took away from the vibe of the wrestling of the show. Like he made he kind of made it about himself. Like JR, like we on we all knew that you sounded like shit, but you just had a trios match. Which with the returning superstar, the one of the biggest stars in the business, and you apologized about your voice to close the show. All right, like, wait, wait. Danny Russ has me fired up here. You can't be mad because you think Aubrey is too noticeable and also mad that Tony's not noticeable. Yes, you can, because Tony Schiavone's job is to elicit stuff from the wrestlers. Aubrey's job is to fucking disappear and only be seen when she needs to be seen. That's the difference. Although Aubrey's a wrestler now, so I guess all bets are yeah. Off. So I was about to say, like, is she going to be like a Danny Davis type character? Maybe it was. Like, oh maybe, my god! All right, maybe you know that what? maybe that was the plan the whole time. You know what? You know what, Kevin? I fucking like it. I like it. If she's gonna be, if she's gonna be doing all this shit and that shit, get her in the ring, put some fucking tights on her. Let her. What did she wear, by the way? Did she wear striped fucking? I didn't tights? watch Rampage. I, I, I'm sorry. She god. wore yeah, her outfit and she cut the sleeves off of her referee shirt. Do we know? <laughs> does, Wait, does, so she wrestled as a referee? Like yeah. in a referee garb, does, does she didn't does, wrestle? Does Aubrey she Edwards didn't... have any formal wrestling training, or was it always referee? She's always been a referee. 
Okay. She didn't wrestle. She didn't do anything. She got in there. She squared off with Karen Jarrett. Karen Jarrett grabbed the guitar. Uh, I think Paul Turner was the referee. He took it from her. Then Satnam Singh got involved. The referee turned his back. She waffled Jay Lethal with the guitar. Who Aubrey did? Yes. Did she go? (laughs) There's too much wrestling, man. I can't watch Rampage, bro. Rampage (laughs) is was not terrible this week. See, something like that, though, I would have enjoyed the shit out of that. Now I, now I gotta go back and watch that. <laughs> Look, United Empire Chaos was great. Um, I don't... I, I, I'm... If they're trying to make Taya Valkyrie like a mega heel... I hate her. It's, make, it's working because she's mad at Chris Statlander because Chris Statlander... Jumped the shark. Jumped the line. The, answered the open challenge after Jade beat her and Ty is claiming that she softened Jade up. Okay, that's sense. but that's fair. That makes yeah. sense. That I'm makes actually, I'm actually opening up more to Ty Valkyrie as a performer. Like I, I always thought she was a decent performer, but I didn't I never took her seriously. Like she jumped from company to company. But I'm actually actually kind of like appreciating her now as a as a legit contender for stuff yeah i know i i think her talent's kind of fallen off to me i mean i could still change my mind however the if this is the storyline they're going with i like it It yeah but i don't like that she's i don't like that she's mad don't be mad you go just be like okay i'm next up no she could be mad why wouldn't you be mad mad, bro be mad why wouldn't you be mad why that should have been me i should have won the fucking belt she had opportunities to beat Jade Cargill. This wasn't the first one-on-one match. This is why she's mad, bro. This is why she's mad. She's not only mad that she didn't she didn't get her opportunity. She couldn't get the job done. And look at this. Fucking Butlander just fucking crash lands into this fucking match and wins the title. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like Matt, like if you're like in line at like the store and someone cuts you, like you wouldn't get mad about that. You'd be like, hey buddy, like I was here first. Yeah, and what if that motherfucker was the millionth customer and he won some some sort of fucking jackpot walked, and you were a million like, and one? If I was like, oh, let me just go over there and grab an energy drink and I lost my spot in the line, so be it. But I was... That's on me then. She had two opportunities and then Jade threw out the open challenge. She can't be mad at Statlander for, for answering the challenge. Of right. course she can, win. bro. It's wrestling. Of course she no, can. Get the, I get that. And uh, Takeshita <laughs> and Bandito was a really good match. I heard Roosh quit AAA and he's signed with AEW now. Yeah, him, that- and his, him and his Padre are out. Who? Super? No, oh, Damien. They, what, super Roosh? No, best, Bestia. Bestia. Super Daddy Roosh? Who's Roosh's father? Bestia? Scissor me, Daddy Roosh! No, be, uh, Bestia. Damien. Damien, yeah. Roosh, Damien. Is, Roosh and his pops. They said, peace out. So Roosh's brother's with Bestia? La Bestia del Ring is is his father. Dragon Lee is his brother. Mystico 2 is his brother. Uh, Franco Colombo is his uncle. Did you get all that? Yeah, sure. All of it. I'm writing it all down. Yep. Uh, On Collision, fucking Buddy Matthews and Andrade El Idolo had a banger, even though the ring announcer, she announced him as Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. I couldn't believe that. that. That is what it is. I thought I'm not fucking throwing her over the coals. I just got a kick out of it. I mean, Jr. fucking was calling people by the wrong names for how many months? Did the um, street? Did the news sites pick up on that and make a big deal about it or no? I didn't see anything. Yeah, so neither did I. So, but I I had to actually like rewatch it. Like, did you just say Buddy Murphy? And uh, so I I got a kick out of it. Uh, The great match. Uh, Miro's back. That's fun. 
super fun. I like that. Uh, the the six man tag match was awesome, dude. I caught Willow and Sky Ooh. Blue beating fucking the the idiots with the spray paints. They didn't the see that coming. The outcasts. You know what though, man? I like Willow. I like Sky Blue. About time these these ladies get. So this is All this right. is clearly going to be a showcase for new talent. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. RJ City's been around for a little bit in AEW now, right? He does like interviews and shit. Yep. Did you know he's got some sort of show that he does and he interviewed Sky Blue recently? Yes. It's like a, it's a, a did you catch any of this? No, it's, it I've is seen his interviews. It's hysterical. Oh my God, dude. He was, he was fucking ripping her apart. And I don't even think she fucking knew it, dude. It was fucking hilarious. Like you wear your hat backward. Who made the hat for you? Why are you wearing it? Why aren't you wearing it forward? Why don't you sell some of these? She goes, Oh, I want people to make their own. Yeah, but you ain't going to make any money off of that. What's wrong with you? You got to get pro wrestling tees on this. I'm like, this fucking guy's phenomenal. He yeah, really was funny. RJ said he's a funny guy. Yeah. Is he a worker too? Does he wrestle? He used to. He still might. Oh, he, he might did? do independent shots. Yeah, he's uh Let me pull up some RJ City stuff here. RJ City. He's Matt, why do that? Can I completely divert the conversation real quick before I forget? Sure. Have you seen the new um, figures from uh, from Russell Pro? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to get them or no? What are you fucking out of your mind? Did you see how much they want for them? Yeah. All right. Just wanted to make sure. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll yeah. pass on more fucking useless rubber in my house. Thanks. Useless rubbers. <laughs> There's no Dude, such thing five, as a use. There's five, no such thing as a useless rubber. For five figures, they want three hundred and fifty dollars. Wait, who are the figures of? LSG, Fala, CPA. Fala. Are they, all right? You know what? If they're doing limited runs and this is like Russell Pro doing it, I can understand. It's probably costing them a fortune to fucking make these things. Oh yeah, vicious Vin is hard at work in his fucking. Butt. <laughs> these fucking things. God damn it! Three hundred fifty dollars for five figures. That's a well, lot of money. Well, no, Fala Boz needs a little um, more plastic. I, I, w- I was all about it because I want f- f- uh, figures of friends. I'm always happy about that, but I for can't, sure I can't afford that. And you got to buy the whole package. No, you, no, can, you, buy, can, buy you can buy individual. They're 80 bucks each. Now, do they come autographed? No. Oh, Jesus. Fuck, dude. What are they doing? I don't know. But listen, I appreciate their effort, but I just can't. I can't afford 80 bucks a figure. Because I, sure? I, I, I would, I would want all of them. Maybe I probably wouldn't get the Dion, but I would get all the other ones. But I just all right. So who it. are they making again? They're making LSG, CPA, LSG, Moth, Fala, and Dion Rusman. You know that that's a pretty good crew of figures. No, right it's there. a it's a tremendous crew. I just can't afford it. I can't, I can't spend eighty dollars on a wrestling figure. Yeah, man, three. That's that's fucking rough. Yeah. I mean, I, I I encourage everyone else to, but I just can't. Um. Anyway, Matt, go ahead. Uh, AW, Dynamite was a really good show too. It really was. MJF Adam Cole going to the time limit draw. The fucking ending of Dynamite was fucking awesome. Awesome. The six man tag match between the Elite and the BCC. The post match shit. Eddie Kingston's back. Kenny Omega is going to get his hands on Takeshita. Fucking Will Ospreay shows up and kicks Omega in the face and hits him with a couple hidden blades. Fucking great Dude, shit. It was it was like the the good crazy of wrestling, right? Like it was like the 
you think okay so this is not now it's over oh wait no no now it's not over oh wait now it's not over now it's not like everything like happened in waves and it was so awesome i agree with you matt i think it was probably one of the best dynamites that i've watched in uh since the show's inception 100 percent. really really good the tony storm sky blue match was good they even yep. they 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 really like there was a moment where you thought like sky blue was gonna upset her like well done Something we didn't touch on on Collision that I wanted to talk about is this Wardlow thing with this fucking TNT championship. Yeah. Yep. What What do you guys think? Like, Wardlow, clearly one of the biggest rising stars in the company. Yeah, the thing with MJF. Like, the rocket was fucking strapped to him. And now, here we are, and, like, it's it's just, it, it doesn't work, right? And then, like, okay, let's put Arn Anderson with him. But then anytime Arn Anderson's not with him, he loses. And now, like... I don't know. Is it too soon to have MJF beat him as a challenger between now and uh, what is it? All in is first and then all out is next. Like we have we're going to have three months after forbidden two months after forbidden door. Like, are we really going to do an an MJF Adam Cole build for two straight months? Matt, at the top of AEW's card, I don't know the direction they're going. I honestly have no clue. Like, I don't know if it's going to be. MJ, you you you, for, you foresee Wardlow going into that top spot against? No, I'm MJF? just saying. What are what's what's next for Wardlow? Like, what are we doing with him? Is he gonna get now? Is he gonna feud with Christian and Luchasaurus for this TNT title? Is he gonna become the fucking first four time TNT champion? TNT the TNT title has become an absolute freaking joke. And now it's cool. The optic of Christian, uh, like holding up the belt, like he won it. When it was right. Luchasaurus that won it, that was a real dickish move. So I appreciated that. But the fact that that title has been like flopped and flipped back and forth for like the last like six months is just, it's not a good optic, man. I'm, it's just not, T Donk. Yep. I got nothing else to say. They've shit the bed with Wardlow. With the fucking symphony, and then every time he wins, he comes back, and then he loses. And cut it. And cutting his hair was a mistake too. I think he like, should have been a fucking monster, dude. He should have been. Should have. I agree. If I he agree. jumps in with ML, if he jumps in with MLW Jesus with MJF right now, it's a waste because he's not fucking built. He's just not. Orange Cassidy with that fucking All American Championship is worth more right now than that TNT title. It really is. Because at least, listen, if you hate Orange Cassidy with a passion the way I do, you can't, like, he's being built the way Wardlow should have been built. He's wrestling every week, and he's fucking winning. They're going to fucking give Orange Cassidy to MJF, and Orange Cassidy's going to win that fucking title. You mark my words. You mark my fucking words. Orange Cassidy's going to be the world champion. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If that happens... No people are, the people that love it are going to love it. The people that want to see fucking Orange Cassidy every week are going to fucking lose their shit. So like Jungle Boy challenging Sonata for the IWGP championship. Oh, is that happening? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Oh, fuck off all the way, dude. I mean, I understand they're trying to push Jungle Boy and they have, but I just still don't believe him as a top guy. Matt, okay, what's so here's So you have to... Like, you have to put on your Booker glasses here, right? This is a joint show, right? MJF's going to wrestle Tanahashi. Uh, believable. Yeah. Okay. Jungle Boy 
is considered one of the pillars. He just came off of this pay-per-view where he was the main. Listen, don't make faces. He just made, he was just in the, the main event. All right. Lost. But you have to make your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion look good. He can get a good match out of Jungle Boy. And I think you're going to see dissent, more dissension between Jungle Boy and Hook. So Sonata gets a Who win. Who gives Ooh. a fuck? No, I do. How long have they been together? Jungle Hook? Yeah. They've been friendly for a couple months now. Yeah, but so friendly here's the difference, for a here's the difference though. Here's the difference, though, because Hook ended up going off with the Hardys and, like, all of a sudden is now back with Jungle Boy. That didn't sit well with me. But right. I and, understand. And Jack takes the match without talking to Hook. He just says he wants, you know, sorry, I jumped at it real fast. Hook kind of seems hesitant. You're going to be with me. They fist bump. You know, Sonata gets a win. In Canada, in front of the AEW crowd, he holds up the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. He looks great. He goes into the G1 with a win under Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy and Hook can have their dissension, and that story can go their separate way. No harm, no foul. Same yeah. thing with Tanahashi MJF. Tanahashi's at a point in his career where he's he could never win another match, right. and he will still be viewed as a legend yeah. because of what he did for New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, back in 2006, 7, 8, 9. So, so Jungle Boy is considered a legend. No, but you have to make the IWGP champion look good. It's going to give uh, Sonata a chance to showcase his abilities and get a win over a formidable opponent in Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is a formidable opponent. If this if this leads to a Jungle Boy hook feud, I am totally down for that because those are more to me. They're on more of the same level. That a Jungle Boy and a Sonata. Now, Kate asked in the chat, if not Jungle Boy, who else? Uh, I'm trying to show it. Why can I show it? There you go. Oh, you did. You who else for it. Sonata? Yeah, had it. The other thing is, who else for Sonata? I mean, I don't think any of the Bullet Bullet Club Combat. I don't think Claudio has a match. I don't think. I don't think Wheeler has a match. I don't think Moxley has a match. Here's the problem. There's only four matches announced. They're gonna figure it all out this week what about action andretti he's a made guy god get out of here what about at is adam page doing something is he involved in some shit at the top i'm sure look i'm sure look these are this is the top of your card this is the problem with these joint promotion shows you have to make everybody look good you can't have no i get it not a wrestle your fucking top wait, guy wait. And beat him ask but answer it, me is, this is is I'm sorry, Tony. Real quick, I'll let you get to yours. But is Sonata beating uh, Claudio Castagnoli that big of like that's a huge? He's your Ring of Honor makes... World Champion. All right, that that that's awesome. Is Chris Jericho booked? Chris, not yet, but I think you're gonna. So this Wednesday, it's Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki against Darby Sting. Action and oh, who, Who's the third? That's a great call. Who's the third? Why why can't we get Jericho against Sonata? Has Jericho okay, so ever wrestled Sonata in New Japan? Like Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki against Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and AR Fox. Yeah, but Jericho's happy to job to everybody, and he's a fucking big star. He's a big name. Okay, but he's doing the Sammy. He's in the Sammy program now. And the potential Stink program. Stink. Which was fucking cool as shit, by the that way. That was awesome. Did you see this, Tony? The other... Uh, 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 no, I'm going, through, I'm, I'm going through the roster. I'm trying to say, what about Miro? Miro could take a loss. No, he just came back. Uh, whatever, dude. Fucking ever. 
fucking wins and losses don't matter anymore, especially to the fucking IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Are you kidding me? I think I, I, I don't hate the idea of Jungle Boy versus Sonata. I was just very thrown aback by it. Why not Ricky Starks? Because you, you could, I guess Jungle Boy can handle the loss. Ricky Starks is still on the come up. Again, and he's he, he's in the Owen. He just got announced for the Owen Hart tournament. All right, let me ask you this: Who the fuck is Trench? Trench, Trench? The dude, that's Trent. in the, with Swerve. He was in the Moguls. He had all the face tattoos. He's he looks like he's a fucking problem, dude. I think he used to be a baseball, baseball player. player. He yeah. <laughs> he plays baseball looking like this. He used to. Oh motherfucker, the Marlins! <laughs> Holy shit! You're gonna look. You have to make everybody happy. Right, right. Give me Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is your Ring of Honor TV champion. Gives a shit. People give a shit. He's wrestling the IWGP World Champion, dude. But that doesn't carry any weight if you don't want. How many times did Jeff Jarrett wrestle Shawn Michaels when they were both champions? Now Jeff Jarrett (laughs) could be an answer, and then have him just. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Jeff Jarrett against Sonata. You want you want guitar shot Sonata over done boom. No, what, Shawn, Jeff Jarrett doesn't lose anything. Are you comparing Shawn Michaels' IC champ to fucking USWA Jeff Jarrett, the title he held 27 times or whatever, some absurd fucking number? That means nothing. That means he lost it 26 times. And you know what that makes him? A fucking loser. Thanks for stealing my gimmick. Kyle O'Reilly still hurt? Yes. yes. Fuck. Fuck. Why? I mean, Is look, he going to fucking wrestle them? What? Any chance Bobby Fish comes back to AEW no. ever? No. I don't know. What about Jay Lethal? What about him? Let him fucking wrestle Sonata. What about that? Cheeseburger King Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston is wrestling Kenta on the 4th of July. What does that have to do with this weekend? <sighs> because Sonata wrestles a specific style. Jungle Boy works best for him, and it'll be an opportunity to showcase Sonata as the IWGP. Let's see him punk wrestle Sonata. No, you motherfucker. God damn it, Tony. Give him Cash Wheeler, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (coughs) This isn't ballerina. You have to realize the pe- not everybody that watches AEW watches NJPW and vice versa. Nobody just because you watch New Japan doesn't mean you know uh, the whole AEW roster. But Jungle Boy is popular. They pushed him in the last six months. He is a formidable opponent. I don't. Oh, I don't think so. Why are you? I don't. You doing this. I don't. So I agree with everything you said up until like he, formidable. He, doesn't, he doesn't feel like a formidable, formidable opponent. Yet. Come on, dude. How could you say that with a straight face? Oh, I agree with your logic. I agree with everything you said up until, but to me, he just doesn't feel like, and I get, and I get everything that you're saying. Sonata has to win. I get that. So they have to pick somebody that. Yeah. But that's it, like when WCW used to send buff Bagwell to new Japan. You know what I'm saying? That's Yo, what it feels like. And the NWO Japan was over as shit, bro. Buff. Fucking NWO Sting Daddy. was a mega star there. Jeff Fucking, Farmer. Hey, Fucking Buffy bags. Look, man, it just that's that's you know one of the downfalls of doing these joint shows. You're gonna get these matchups. 
that maybe don't make sense. Are any yeah. of the are any of the Japanese women's or no. from stardom? No. Really? No. They have a show the day of Forbidden Door. And Why? They were, under, they were they had a show scheduled the same day as Forbidden Door, and they were under the impression that there you needed to get a work visa to get into to Canada, but apparently there's a loophole where it applies to wrestlers where they don't need a work visa to get into Canada. But by the time they had realized that. They had booked a whole stardom show. I think there's one stardom worker who is not working the stardom show, and she's definitely not. She definitely doesn't carry that power to be brought over to be put into a high-profile match against a Tony Storm or a Willow. Who is it? Oops, uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with her. Something Red Death, maybe. I think is her name. I have to look. Red it up. Death. Oh yeah, these stardom chicks are crazy, dude. Are they are they all Japan women nineteen eighties and nineties crazy? No, no. All right. Well, then let's no, let's go that's easy. A, with that's the crazy. a whole nother. Oh, I know. A whole nother horse of a different color. Those were those were the days, man. Oof. So right now you only have those four matches announced for Forbidden Door: Danielson, Okada, Osprey, Omega, MJF Tanahashi. Where MJF says he's not going to wrestle Tanahashi, and. Uh, Sonata Jungle Boy, and I'm sure you'll see more. There's going to be a lot of six man, a lot of eight man. You might see Zack Saber Jr., Orange Cassidy, Shibata, Daniel Garcia. Is is Omega defending the U.S. title? Yes, yes. Ooh, we might see a title change. I think we do. I think I they do. lock it in. I think you do, and I think you run it back for the trilogy in the, the Wembley Stadium. Does that put a bow on AEW? We good? I think we covered it for the most part. Is is there? Well, I, I mean, I want to shift gears. I know, I know, we've got uh, we've got a uh, game to play in about ten minutes. But is there anything outside of the um, the bloodline stuff that's worth talking about for WWE? I mean, we have the the money in the bank picture is pretty clear. Pretty deadly won that battle royal, so they're the number one contenders for the tag titles. Oh, I hate them fucking guys. The, I think the Cody Rhodes Dominic stuff is pretty interesting. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, it's it's very it's very unexpected that like Cody Rhodes is went from Brock Lesnar to Dominic Mysterio, even though even though Dominic Mysterio is the most hated guy in the company. I think I think though Brock. Who knows what his schedule is like if he is not due to work for another couple of months? Oh, he's definitely not due to work. But like the the fact that they automatically went to Cody, I mean, uh, Dominic, to, to Dominic for that is a little. That was a little surprising. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, it it should definitely 100 percent be a fun situation. And maybe I haven't seen. I, I don't think I've seen Rey Mysterio on TV in a while. So maybe he was he, on SmackDown. He was on SmackDown. I actually watched like. 20 I, I got through half of it. What'd you, what'd you watch? I watched like 20 minutes. I got, um, I saw the mixed tag match, uh, with Scarlett. And I think right before that, uh, Ray came out and cut a promo about the LWO and Escobar came out and then LA Knight came out. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get there yet. Um, yeah, they're in the, uh, money in the bank, Escobar and LA Knight. Yeah. I know who I think is going to win, by the way. Don't have to oh, right now. LA, LA Knight. Knight. Dummy, yeah. Dummy, yeah. So, uh, so Guys, you mind if I screwed out for a second to go uh, use the old uh, bathroom? Yeah, 
Go nuts. Go ahead. We got uh, we got the turn everybody's been waiting for. Jimmy and Jenny. Oh, the, yeah, the, the ooze. It's fucking awesome. I'm so annoyed, Tony. I lost the cord. I don't know where the cord is that plugs into my soundboard so I could play audio from the other computer because I wanted to pull that that segment because it was fucking awesome. Yeah, but it's also like a 10 minute segment, isn't it? Yeah, but just the last like the last like minute where like Jimmy's talking to Jay, right? It was Jimmy. It was no Jay's talking to Jimmy. He goes, you're out. And I'm out, too. And then he turns around and fucking blasts Roman Reigns and the fucking crowd goes nuts. Yep. Now we're going to get Roman and Solo against the Usos at Money in the Bank. Um, Is there any particular reason why Roman's carrying three belts now? He has the two old belts. But why? I don't fucking know. It's so The dumb, wise dude. man wants him to carry all the belts. I don't fucking know. So he's like three champions now. Like, is he's, that the thing? Well, no, because the only the one champion is valid. The one championship is valid. So then, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, look, man, if I had fucking three belts, I'd fucking carry him around. Maybe he wants to look like Ultimo Dragon back in the day. Dragon these nuts. Dragging all them fucking belts all over the place. No, because I thought it was funny. Like, I didn't I didn't notice it at first because then when. When Roman was down, I'm like, why are the one, two? I'm like, there's three belts in the ring. Look at that. Kate and Tony Green cases drives me crazy, Tony. They made this belt to unify them and he carries all three. Yeah, like you don't see Oscar carrying two belts. You don't see Rhea carrying two belts. Like, what the shit are we doing? I don't know. Oh, Charlotte what, Flair's back too. Who? Oh, Charlotte? Charlotte yeah, Charlotte. I saw. She fucking what's her name tried to spit on her and she said only fucking Andrade gets to spit on me and she fucking beat her up and wow, saucy. Well, a little bit, you know. Listen, that's how we're watching the same thing. That's how those flares get down, bro. You know this. She's just like her old man. Oh God, I follow him on Instagram, and he's like fucking like in some restaurant, like smoking his Ric Flair weed. He's he's fucking been off the rails for a super long time already, man. It's oh. sad, bro. It's sad. Oh, you know what else is sad? You know, I love the body shame, and I fucking oh, hate doing on, this. And somebody, Noel Foley has an OnlyFans. Did you know this? No, everybody has a fucking OnlyFans. I know it's fucking it's depressing, but uh, so I saw some nice pictures of Noel. She's uh, you know, she's a little bit of eye candy. Uh, she had some Heine shots. Somebody insulted her and said, "Like, wow, of all the things to get from your old man, you had to get your Heine from." <laughs> now I look at her ass and I can't help but fucking see Mick Foley, and I'm just like, "Oh man, I'm fucking ruined for Noel now." I'm sorry, bro. Listen, <laughs> you're such a fucking ghoul. No, it wasn't my thought, though, but it fucking ruined it for me. Now, all I fucking think of is him in his sweatpants and it just fucking like it's gone. It's like it's ruined. I get my balls busted because I want Steph to land her on the show. And you're like, oh, you just want her on because she has a nice hiney. And then here you are fucking old, searching out OnlyFans pictures. of. Noel. I didn't listen. It fell into my lap. What can I tell you? Oh fucking lap with fucking ghoulish wrestling fan dropped them there no i was on i was on my favorite site 4chan and uh, i happen to go i happen to go into the wrestling uh chat for 4chan and, oh noel foley look at this he said of all the things to inherit from your old man <laughs> jesus christ i'm sorry and i love Mick too yeah, well, yeah, like 90% sorry. 10% I can't stop. Let me laughing. ask you this there, Donkalicious. <laughs> What's up? 
How do you feel about this uh, NXT WWE crossover thing? Like, we're going to get uh, NXT's doing, what are we doing? Gold Rush. So, Braun Breaker is going to challenge Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. And uh, Baron Corbin's going to challenge, uh, what's his nuts? Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. I don't know, man. Is NXT is NXT a third brand or are they a feeder system? Like, what are we trying to accomplish? Is Braun Breaker on the main roster yet? Like, I, I don't have an answer for you. No, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't like Did just he get being, drafted. I don't think so. I think you're thinking of the other guy, Bronson Reed. No, Bronson Reed was already there when he came back. He was on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't like when they do shit like that. When they just fucking plop people in for no reason. I just, I, I don't. Not my, not my bag. Uh, he was not drafted. Ah, see, nobody wants him. Sorry. No, I mean, look, they got like a bunch of like uh, Pete Dunnis. The Pete Dunnis there, right? No, Tyler He's... Bates there. Mustafa Ali is gonna be Mustafa, a, a special guest referee for a match between um, Wesley and Tyler Bate. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Why I don't know. I I honestly don't. I don't watch NXT, so I can't tell yeah. you why. It's just, it, it seems like there's a lot of moving parts, and we read these over the tops every week. And I mean, fucking Brundon could be making up fucking names, and I wouldn't know. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know who any of these people are. Hank Tank Ledger and Hank Walker. Oh, Hank and Tank. That's the thing. I don't know. Is that that's thing? I don't know. Managers are and their managers stink. You could you could fucking you could have made all that up, and I just would have been like, "Yep, Tony, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it." Let next week, I'm coming. I'm coming correct with the. Is this an NXT wrestler or is it not? I'm doing it. Next week is going to be a busy show for you guys. Just so I spoke. I spoke to bad dude Tito, and there was a mix up on the East Coast West Coast time, so we're going to bump them to next week. Okay. So if you're tuning in for Bad Dude Tito, we had to reschedule for next week because we we there was confusion on the time zone. So apologies to that. Can uh, I can I give one discussion real quick before we play our game for the evening? Yeah, yeah, please, by all means. Uh Trinesha Biggers was dealt a blow in the United States District Court of the Southern District of New York, where her case was dismissed without prejudice by Judge Swain. Is that Rocker Khan? Yes, that is Raka Khan, of course. No billions for biggers this week. Um, apparently, it was dismissed uh, for a couple of reasons. One was failure to state a claim, um, which, of course, whenever you bring any kind of action, you do have to, they call it well pleading your factual allegations. Um, and the judge was sympathetic. The judge knows that she's a pro se litigant, which means she's not represented by counsel. So they tend to look at things in a brighter light when it comes to people who represent themselves. And unfortunately the judge felt that there was not enough there. Um, and I feel like, I feel like a lot of it also too, is that she was never going to go back to Texas to get served with the warrant that she was issued. So they're just like, that was going to get dropped no matter what, because she's not going back and it's not an extraditable offense. So, well, the, the, I mean, the other, what the other claim is too, that uh, this, the uh, New York was not proper venue for this. Um, the defendants weren't named in New York. It doesn't seem like anything, uh, arose out of Suffolk County, which is where she was claiming everything happened, even though she gave an address in New York, 
when she filed. Uh, the court kind of suggests where venue might be like proper for her to file. Yeah. Um, but the judge, the judge dismissed it without prejudice. That means that if she comes back and she wants to uh, file again, uh, she could do that. She has to kind of tailor things or she's free to file in a, in a place where venue might be proper. So as of right now, uh, Miss Biggers had her complaint dismissed, but she can always go back. So it's potentially an ongoing saga at this point. We'll see what happens. But uh, unfortunately, the case has come to an end at this point for Rocket Con. Hopefully everyone's uh, satisfied with it. So that's a shame. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to see if she was going to get Dwayne The Rock Johnson and uh, Panda Energy and Jim Cornette and all these people to sit down for depositions. It might have been interesting. Yes. Matt, that's local news brought to you by T- Tony uh, Donk. Well, before we do uh, our Can You Beat That, I would like to just take a minute to shout out those that support us on the Patreon. So if you are enjoying the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, you head over to patreon.com slash wizards podcast, uh, and you can support the show for as little as $1 a month. Uh, right now, $3 a month gets you all the bonus content. We got a brand new what if dropping tomorrow. So if you are a $3 tier or above, what if Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't come back from his neck injury? Handsome Kevin, KJG, Tony, and Brundon break it down like nobody else has ever done. And it is a wild ride. So if you want to hear that and every single other bonus episode we'd ever recorded, three bucks a month patreon.com slash wizards podcast special thanks to the mid carters and the legends kathy hummer the queen of the shining wizards many Kratzo, the king of the shining wizards danny russinello at not danny russ who will be joining us next week as part of his uh, patreon winner for the ten dollar a month level uh kate the great hensler at miss kate fave on the twitter machine matt garifo no relationship to the kdag at Matt 81 uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, at High Five Tom, it, the Marking Out ROH Revelry podcast. Uh, we got Brendan Haney, at Irish Misfit on the Twitter machine. Ryan Schlong, at Mark Order Pod, the only place to get your AEW news every Wednesday night. And please keep uh, filling out those forms to get free Mark Order podcast stickers. I like to make, uh, I like to watch Anthony go to the post office a zillion times and money. Uh, Mike Peterson at LOL, Mike Peterson, who will be here challenging for the, can you beat that championship momentarily? Kevin rogue in Mexico, drunk as a skunk at ear pod <laughs> at JJ rogue means at T O T S pod, Michael Hammond, do I have a thing for Michael Hammond? No, Michael Hammond doesn't have a thing. David Henry Bauer the third. Current. <laughs> Can you beat that champion? Uh, he's got an Instagram account, and it's you saw it at the beginning of the show, and I didn't write it down. I'm sorry, David Bauerhausen TX. I'm gonna guess it's Bauerhausen TX. Maybe, maybe not. I'll I'll know when he comes in. And then last Give William thumbs up. Oh yeah, last William Mercier Jr. at W Mercier Jr. He does the ROH Rivalry podcast with. Uh, Mr. Milwaukee Tom. So check those guys out. Uh, and of course, uh, we have the Shining Wizards Network home to a bunch of shows. Uh, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, uh, 30 Screams or Less. No, that's not the name of the fucking podcast. Yes, it is. Of course it is. It is. Uh, Wrestling Night in Canada, uh, The Inclusive Breakdown, Too Old for This Shit, The Brocast, Radioactive Metal, Year of Duke and Rogue. Red Club, ROH Revelry, and Mark Order Podcast, all on the Shining Wizards Network. 
I feel good about this. I hope you feel good about this. And I think it's time, Don Calicious and KJG. Uh, just wanted to, just wanted to. to oh, so are we go. eliminating the lives are going to be? Yep. We talked about that like weeks ago, dude. That's yeah, dude. that's out too. At, oh, man. It's All right. so nice that you put our fucking backstage discussions on the air, dude. Thanks for that. Uh, Matthew Bird, shocked she couldn't stay to claim against Chris Benoit and the thousands of other people she was trying to sue talk about Rocket Con. Scott George, she should file in wrestler's court. You know what? <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. Not, bad. not a judge terrible gonna, idea. Judge going to reach out to her. Um, well, it's her. It's her deal to reach out to the judge that's how it oh, works you know the judges it. don't just pull people off the street and go hey you want to sue somebody <laughs> i mean she's got a case i guess right uh if she does i'm I'm assuming she would i mean she could file somewhere else why not wrestlers court we have no venue restrictions here i like that that's good lawyer talk <laughs> judge talk uh he knows what he's doing a serrano mentions you know what time it is and i think we all know it's time for everybody's favorite game show. Can you beat that? Woo! And I guess uh, we need to bring in the contestants. Let's do this properly. We've got our current reigning and defending champion, uh, Mr. David Henry Bauer III at Bauerhaus and TX. Uh-huh. And we've got the former champion, now challenger, LOL Mike Peterson. Is he not in his chair? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, what is this? Uh oh. (laughs) I said challenging Mike Peterson. It's fucking time. Clobbering time. Let's go. (laughs) It's fucking, I can't hear time. (laughs) That's disgraceful. (laughs) That was the best thing you've ever seen, Kevin. No, it was the worst. Holy shit. Yeah, I, do, uh, best. I do want Mike. What are we watching there? Uh, we got Kenta Kobashi and uh, uh, Kawada. All right. <laughs> nice. I like it. I, I do respect that. In fairness, that, that, that took some prep. He sat there that whole time waiting for yes, the engines. That's yeah. fucking, that's, that's dedication right there. I was with my eardrums out. <laughs> Wait, is Matt leaving? Yo, you leaving, bro? Oh, he fucking left. <laughs> I mean, I would too, because you, you know, go to the bathroom and not close the door. I mean, we're only going to answer like one or two correct anyway, so this, this is going to be fun. I guarantee you, my uh, fucking Matt is going back there to put some deodorant on because he's been sweating like a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's mad at me for not remembering that we're not doing the William Mercier Jr. thing anymore. That nah, doesn't matter. Oh, Matt, no. I love you, brother. <laughs> Uh, David, mm-hmm. welcome back. Thank How you. How has it I'm, been? Your month as champion? Uh, it's been great. I'm uh, coming to you live from uh, Mankind's Boiler Room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no gingerbread house this week. Like the red sun of the earth. <laughs> have you have you enjoyed the perks of being the Can You Beat That champion? I have. You know, I've been noticed a couple times at work, and it's a little weird, but I'm getting used to it. Noticed at work. That that's good, man. That's great. Maybe maybe big things are coming for you. I hope so. Mike Peterson. What's going on? Some feel wrongly removed of the Can You Beat That Championship last month. Back to exercise the uh, the return clause in the contract. How are you feeling right. tonight? 
uh, I'm ready to kick ass and take that belt. Uh, where is it? Uh, like uh, down there, somewhere down there. Yeah, what Matt has. I'm ready for that. Getting what's rightfully mine again. Well, gentlemen, uh, before before we get into the game, just want to remind you of the rules tonight. Mike Peterson is in the challenger's position, so we're going to ask him which question he wants to play first. Uh, once that question comes up, I will give you the full question. You will have a chance to let me know how many possible answers you can give me to that question. And once he does that, we will take it over to uh, David. David will have a chance to either beat that number or let Mike play. We'll go back and forth. Once someone decides that they can answer the question, they will have to answer each and every correct answer they said they could. If they miss just one, they lose the point. If they get all of them, they will gain a point. We played a two. If after two questions we are at a tie, we will go to the nut cruncher tiebreaker question. I want to wish the two of you the best of luck, and uh, let's get going with the game. Mike, like I said, question goes to you. Here are your two topics. First one is Rumblest the most. That has 12 possible answers. The other one, the bossiest. That has 11 possible answers. Which one would you like to play? Yeah, let's go with the rumble. Rumblest the most. 12 possible answers. Mike, in the history of the Royal Rumble, there have been 12 wrestlers who have appeared more than 10 times in the Royal Rumble match. How many of those 12 can you name? Remember, it's more than 10, so 11 or more appearances in the Royal Rumble. There's 12 of them. Uh, I could probably name uh, four. David, Maybe. Mike says he can You good with four. Yeah, I'm going to stick with four. Okay. Dave, Mike uh, says he's got four. I think I can do more than that. Just give me one sec. Well, I'll just ask you the question. Can mm. you beat that? That's right. I mean, we do have a 30-second timer. We're going loosely with that, though. It's not a... It's not a stringent rule, but it's a rule to keep the game moving. Hmm. Current possible number is four. I'm going to go. I can do five. Mike, back to you. Champ says he can name five. I'll let him go. Champ, 12 wrestlers have appeared more than 10 times in the Royal Rumble match. You said you can name five whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Kofi Kingston? Kofi Kingston is one. Thank you. Uh, Triple H? I'm sorry. Triple H is not on the list. Mike Peterson okay. takes the point. Okay. And you know what? Uh, this was, uh, uh, Brundon actually sent me this question and he said for sure that he would have named triple H and he would not have gotten it right. So nope. it does not surprise me that you would have went with triple H. It seemed like an obvious answer. Yeah, um, can I, can I, uh, jump in Matt? Do you want to jump well, in too? Well, let me, oh. uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, first of all, who else did you have David? Uh, I had Kane. Kane. Yes. Kane actually yeah, has Kane the most was on my list. Okay. okay. Both- uh, John Cena. John Cena also not on the list. Okay, fair. No, but those uh, no, listen, those are good guesses. Yeah. Absolutely I, good guesses. I had two others. I had Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I don't know if they would have been. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels were both on there. So you would have had four. Okay. Yeah, okay. Mike, those who else did you four. have? 
Uh, those were actually the Michaels, Kofi, Undertaker, and Kane. Those were the guys I had. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of a shot in the dark here and say Randy Orton. Randy Orton is also on the list. He's had 14 appearances. And uh, I believe Dolph Ziggler is probably going to be on there too. Dolph Ziggler has 15. He's the second highest. Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston both had 14. I'm going to say The Miz too. The Miz has 13. Yes, he's on the list. I'm going to say, but I'm not certain about this one. I'm going to say Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, also 13 appearances. That's a good one. That's a very good one. And Matt, do you want to take a stab at one? No, I have the answers in front of me. What about Chris Jericho? Jericho also on the list. Look at this. We're missing three. We have we have Edge? nine. Edge is not on the list. That's a great mm, guess. Um, Booker T. Booker T also not on the list. What about uh, Shelton Benjamin? Shelton Benjamin with 11 appearances. Yes. Great How about uh, Sheamus? Seamus not on the list. Okay. There's John two Moore, that we're missing. No. I was going to say John um, Morrison, but that's not right. No, no John Morrison. Um, I am. It's not going to be a William Regal. Is it nope. Gonna, is it so gonna... Kane, Kane officially has 20 if you count all of his characters, but just big show. He's still 18. Big Show, yes. He has 12 appearances. That's a good one. That's a Dolph good one. Ziggler had 15. Orton and Kingston, 14. Rey Mysterio and The Miz have 13. HBK, Big Show, 12. Undertaker, Jericho, Benjamin, all 11. The one you're missing has 13 appearances. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Great Khali out there just because of its size. No. No, okay. That was a good answer. Whoever guessed Goldust, is Goldust in there? Gold Dust is the last one. Gold Dust uh, has yeah. 13 appearances. Uh, that's a good that one. Sense. I was Eric, Eric Freed's with the Gold Dust. Yeah. If it wasn't if it wasn't Gold Dust, I was going to go Mark Henry. That would have Yeah, Mark Henry was actually my next guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you both would have been wrong, so there you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, uh Mike, the challenger has a point. We're now going to turn it over to the champ. Champ, your question is the bossiest. Listen to the question. The big boss man has been involved in matches. He's faced 11 different opponents at WrestleMania. We're not looking for the boss man's partners. We're looking for the 11 wrestlers he's faced at WrestleMania. How many can you name? Remember, we're just looking for his opponents, not his yeah. partners. So if he was involved yeah. in any kind of multi-man or tag matches, whatever, we don't care who was on his side. I can do guys... Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. While these guys are thinking, if you guys think you know the answer in the chat, please don't put it in there. Give them a couple minutes to to work it through there. We don't want any uh, shenanigans where I have to lose my mind on the committee. <laughs> I like this, though. Mike's thinking. Dave's thinking. Kevin's thinking. Writing furiously. I love this. Thinking, thinking, thinking. This is, this is, a, this is a tough one because it is... It is a bit nuanced in the time frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm also yeah. not 
like I, I didn't start paying attention to him until uh, I won't say who his opponent was, but there was a very specific match that he had. So I, I feel like I'm losing a lot of them from maybe uh, before that. Um, I've only got one that I'm sure of. Tony, right. how many matches are there for this? There are 11. 11. Mike, champ says he's got one. Question to you. Can you beat that? I wrote down three guys, and I'm not even sure if I got this one right. So I'm just going to say three and just take the stab in the dark. Champ? I'm going to let him go for it. Yeah, you can go for it. All right, Mike. Questions to you. Category is the bossiest. The big boss man has had 11 opponents at WrestleMania. You said you can name three whenever you're ready. All right. So the first one I think I'm going to take is uh, The Rock. I'm sorry, Mike. The Rock is not one of the boss man's <laughs> opponents. Circle gets the square. Bauerhausen hey. puts a point up on the board. All right. Who else did you have, Mike? Uh, Ken Shamrock was another. No, Ken Shamrock is not on the list. Oh wow! And uh, and Taker, Undertaker was on the list. <laughs> Oddly enough, the Undertaker is the Big Boss Man's only loss at WrestleMania. Boss Man's got a hell of a fucking WrestleMania record. Uh, David, who did you have? I had Undertaker. All right, so Undertaker what was the cheese, uh, Kevin. Was- Who'd you have written down? Uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, yes. Akeem. Akeem, yes. I forgot about Akeem. Um, I believe he was in a tag match with Bull Buchanan, but I cannot remember who it was against. I, I want to say maybe the APA, but I'm not 100% sure. You're right with Bull Buchanan, not with the APA. Was it... Um, would it, would it too, too cool? No, not too cool. Um, yeah, so I don't know. You gotta go you gotta go back a ways for all the other for most of the other ones. Uh was one the Rockers? The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. Yeah, that was WrestleMania five. five. Hey. Which is yeah. funny because Akeem was his partner and then he wrestled Akeem the next year. Yeah. So now quick quick question on that, just to interrupt. Um so if I had said just Shawn Michaels, would that have counted? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay, because I wrote down Shawn Michaels and scribbled his name out. <laughs> Oh, that's brutal. And I tell you what, that's a very underrated tag match. The Twin Towers against the Rockers. That was a great match for WrestleMania. All right. If anybody, if nobody else has any more guesses, the big one that most people kind of forget about, um, boss man team with Sergeant Slaughter, Jim Duggan and Virgil at WrestleMania eight to take Uh, on the repo man, the Mountie, Brian knobs and Jerry Sags. So that's a big one about that match. I love that match. Cause you know what? Virgil gets the pin in that match. That's right. I love that match. And Kevin, you were on the right track. They did wrestle a tag team, but it was D lo Brown and the Godfather at WrestleMania 2000. Gotcha. Everyone we got another barn burner this week, folks. It's coming down to this. The drammer. The, the, the tiebreaker. Mike, I'm going to give you the topic. You have to decide whether you want to hear the question or if you want to pass it to the champ. So I'm going to give you this. The topic is mania keepers. There's five possible answers. Do you want to play or do you want to pass it to the champ? I'm going to play. All right. The question to you. 
In the history of WrestleMania, five Intercontinental title holders lost their matches but held on to the title. How many can you name? So, uh, can you repeat the question one more time, please? Sure. Five times at WrestleMania, the Intercontinental Champion lost the match but held on to the title. How many of those five wrestlers can you name? Let me see. They call it the nut cruncher for a reason. Oh, it is certainly a nut cruncher. I will say that. I'm just... (laughs) Oh, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. I need, need some water. <clears throat> um, Mike. No, I haven't spoke today. That's the funny part. I'm just joking. I came anyway, because okay. I, I came in because I wanted to win today. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm doing a very good job of it. Let me I'm tell you. Very clear headed. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So I think I'm going to try to name. I'm going to name three just for the sake of argument. Whoa. Was not expecting that number, but I like it. Uh, David, champ, Mike says he can name three. Question to you. Can you beat that? I'm so conflicted. I have four written down. I'm so conflicted whether I want to go out swinging or let this guy kill himself. I don't know what to do. Wow, I love it. Um, Matt, this is going well. Yeah, it is. It's like, do you want to be be Nancy Benoit or you want to be Chris Benoit? Oof. Jesus, dude. Oof. Oof. What? Oh, shit. You go out fighting or you just want to kill yourself? Oof. Okay, you know what? Uh, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go out swinging if I'm going to lose. Fuck it. Do it. So All you're right. saying you, you're saying I'm, you I'm saying four. four. Fuck, I, I got yeah. Four. Mike, it's up to you. Are we running the table? Or are we letting the champion run on the four? Um, there. I had one more, and then I just, I, I, I am just one hundred percent not sure if that person's there. So I'm just gonna let him run it. I don't know, man. Go with your instinct. <laughs> I wrote down Shawn Michaels and scribbled it out. You never know. That's true. All right, uh, so are we are we telling him to try to beat yeah, that? Or we... I'm gonna I'm gonna let him beat it. Oh, right. champ! All right, Mania keepers what? is the topic. Intercontinental title holders who lost their match at WrestleMania but retained the title. You said you can name four for the title. Whenever you're ready. All right. First one I'm gonna go with. This is a guess, I'll be honest, but it makes sense to me because of who he is. Uh, Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man is on the board. WrestleMania 4 versus Brutus Beefcake. All right. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. WrestleMania 7. Big Boss Man. Oh, man. Razor Ramon. Sorry, Razor Ramon is not on the list. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the can you beat that champion, Mike Peterson? God, that was 
I tell you what, champ, uh, former champ. I mean, sorry, Dave. Okay. Valiant effort, my friend. Who else did you have? I had uh, Pat Patterson written down. No, oh. Pat Patterson. No, okay. Yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't he was a referee in WrestleMania one, which is also okay. an event where okay. this happened, by the way. See, my my early like post or uh, I'm sorry, pre like WrestleMania ten. I'm not real good on a lot of that stuff. Gotcha. Well, um, I mean, you got you got two of them. Yeah, I also scribbled down Ziggler just because like. I don't know. No, the funny no, thing is okay. this 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 seemed to be some sort of old school WrestleMania booking yeah. with the IC okay. title. Yeah. Mike, who else did you have? I had uh Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, WrestleMania eleven versus Razor Ramon, oddly enough. Yep. Nice. Uh another one I had was Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels versus Tatanka, WrestleMania nine. Um I also had Razor Ramon, so that would have knocked me out. Um, and then the one I was thinking about was, um, I think it was Chris Jericho. No, Jericho, not on the list. I know. Ke- I know Kevin knows the answer to this one. Who's got, what's the last one, Kev? Uh, Greg, the hammer Valentine. That's the one WrestleMania one versus the junkyard dog. Yeah. That's only that, uh, him and, and, uh, Mr. Perfect were the only two that I could think of, to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, Shit. <laughs> Matthew Birch with the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I tell you what, at least at least our title changes are fucking interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, you get some asshole like me just winning it in just the laziest way possible. So I'm pretty happy about no, that. No, listen, man, listen, man. That was that was fair, and and that's the point of the game. Sometimes it's you know more strategy than smart. Sometimes it's more smarts than strategy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question uh, besides uh, Matt and Kevin is uh, Mike the first two time champion now, or is there another one that I'm forgetting? Ooh. Am I a two time champion? Good. I am a two time champion now. Yeah, that that yeah. is true. I would think Matt would be right. I mean, who else? Yeah, I'm. I'm excluding Matt. I'm sure of him being more than once uh, two time. We'd we'd have to check the archives. I know. I got well, there we go. Just, <laughs> <laughs> holding that fucking belt hostage how dare you i know i know i've been looking in my mailbox every day jesus Christ. big guy <laughs> there we go headline updated what a dick <laughs> yeah the yeah that's my belt now that's my belt it's true that i'll never that'll never get Look, the way this thing is getting hot potato, it's going to get shipped all over the fucking United States. We'll never see it again, people. All right. I mean, that's kind of the point of the can you can you beat that belt? No, no. There's the can you beat that championship? Oh, there. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. It's a Shining Wizards champion. Yeah, this is WWE rule. You can't say belt. Oh, my bad. Uh, can <laughs> I say strap? No, you call it a strap. You get knifed. Oh, God damn it. Jesus, dude. You that was call it whatever you want. It's yours, buddy. That's right. David, thank you for joining us again. It was a well-played match. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't work out in your favor. Mike, congratulations. Becoming a two-time champion. This was a fucking great match, man. I really enjoyed this one. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm just happy that, you know, I mean, obviously I'm happy for that, but I'm happy for David too. I mean, he, he kicked ass last month. Um, so, you know, he held that title with a lot of grace and, you know, and well-being. All right. So, 
grace and well-being. That's right. That a lot of. I, I can't even think of any words, so it's just word vomit. Are you gonna half-ass talk shit again for like yeah. the next until the next challenge? Like put out cool videos and then just stop doing them. Hey, listen, I might do another cool video tomorrow. All you right. just okay. you just wait and see. And I do put emphasis on weight. <laughs> and we'll put emphasis on seeing them. That's right. That's right. You will. Eventually. <laughs> now, Matt, did the pressure of this match make you want to put on deodorant? No, I still feel good. But... Smell your pits right now that you did. All right. Look at that. You you smell fine. You don't smell like anything. You're making me smell my pits. No, a few, you know, I don't know if you guys were listening earlier, but uh, apparently I got thrown uh, over the coals because I don't put deodorant on uh, after I take a shower when I know I'm not leaving the house. Oh, then but, who gives a shit? Yeah, I was literally just talking about this because I, I let my shit air out for a while after the shower. It needs to breathe, you know? <sighs> I mean, I, I let it hang out just like my balls. Yeah. All right, so no one wants to hear that, first of all. This is champ- um, everybody champion. wanted to hear this. this is championship talk. All right. That's right. It's how champions I mean, if you guys don't know. What I am about. sitting with three other former champions here. This is good company. Yeah, and three out of the four of you have smelly pits. What the fuck you want me to tell you? It's the hey, you, you know, hey, leave my smelly ass pits out of this. It was one time. I don't smell. And I ate onions. Matt, it's not about- it's not about whether you smell. It's just about like the thought process of not. No, that has nothing. You put deodorant on so you don't smell. That's the purpose of fucking deodorant. No, I Matt, I get it. I'm a, I'm a grown up. I understand. I understand that. But it's just to me, it's just like getting up, getting dressed. Oh, well, you take a shower first, obviously. Take a shower, deodorize, get dressed, go about your day. Deodorize. That's right. You ever forget that shit before work? It's not fun. So talking about just walking around like this all day. What's great about my job is I have very, very much leniency where I could easily just go home and get deodorant if I forget it and put it on. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I do forget. Yeah, I mean, look, I forgot the other day. It's been 105 degrees every day in Texas. I forgot, and I'm at work. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Oh, it's me. It's me. Oh Oh, no. It's been humid as balls here. I don't know where how it, how it's hanging out where you guys are, but it's been humid as balls here, and deodorant is a must. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not want, going anywhere. Yeah. You don't want to be must. Listen, Matt's allowed. You know, sometimes you no, got to take that shower and let yourself air out. Yeah. It's all good. He's an adult. He could do whatever he wants. I'm not like, right. lambasting him. I'm just very confused that the fact that he doesn't do it. That's all. He's, he I mean, do whatever he wants. It's it's uh, it's up to him, but I'm just See, so confused as how it's it not like, like every time I take a shower and I get dressed, I don't put deodorant on, and that's not the case. No, not at all. No, no, we're not saying that at all, man. We get that when you go out somewhere. I'm with you, Matthew Birch. I can't believe we're back at this fucking conversation either. Oh, we're there, we're there baby. Oh, we are there. <laughs> Well, Mike, Dave, thanks for joining us again. Mike will be in touch when your next defense is going to come along. Dave, absolutely. thanks again for all you do for us, brother. Always yeah, appreciate it. And uh, now it's time for you guys to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? we got to fucking cut him off at some point. <laughs> oh, it's 9 o'clock, baby. I appreciate it. 
Well, you didn't want to talk about your pits anymore. I saw where that was going. Oh, man. Come on. Enough with this shit. (laughs) Fuck, man. That was great. It was they great. were that was a great can you beat that? It fucking was amazing. Tremendous can you beat that? Good job. I like that. Thanks. And the questions were good. No yeah. issues this time. Everything worked out. And fucking Gabe super... showing showing some balls, going for it. And those weren't super difficult questions either. They're, well, they're, they're they were thought provoking. Considering not... those guys' ages, the boss man won uh, maybe, but definitely that last one, the IC title. Because all those answers are WrestleMania eleven and earlier. That's a, that's so, a long... so I feel like I would have known more, but the literally, the, literally the only ones I wrote down were uh, Greg Valentine, and because um, that was WrestleMania one, it was the first show I've ever watched ever. Uh, and who else did I say? Oh, it's someone else already guessed it. I might have remembered Beefcake, and oh, and... Mister Perfect. See, I don't know if I would have remembered that. That's the thing. Like, like reading the questions is like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But then in the heat of the moment, you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then you're like, uh, then when you hear it, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Because Mr. Perfect, uh, Big Bossman was in that big, huge feud with Bobby Heenan. Like, because Bobby Heenan kept talking about his mother and shit. Yep. So, like, you thought that Bobby Heenan would end up getting his comeuppance and Bossman would win the belt from Mr. Perfect. But Mr. Perfect was just so damn good. You, can t- you couldn't take oh, the belt my- off him. God, dude, but uh, but boss man for that for that match, he was in the best shape of his fucking career, man. He was thin, he was moving like that was fucking prime time boss man at that. The, na- point. the nails feud was when boss man was his, his at his like thinnest. The nails feud was when boss man was super skinny and yeah. he didn't look like the same guy. Babyface boss man was like he was on another level, yeah, on another level. It was insane. And boss man was huge, was big. And incredibly talented in the ring when he was a giant. Like when he was feuding with Hogan, he was still super good. So. And I gotta tell you that that um that Royal Rumble question, that was all Brundon. Brundon came to me with that one and I I checked it. It, it was beautiful. Yeah, that impressed me. Good questions. Good times this week, man. Absolutely. Now before we wrap up, pull this train in the station, we gotta I gotta ask. You guys watched Dark Side of the Ring this week. No, I didn't catch the Grams, man. I didn't I didn't see it. Yeah, I haven't watched the uh was was TA the one before that? Yes. No, I didn't watch that and I didn't watch the Grams. No. But I will gladly uh listen to anything you have to say about it. Um I mean the, the Grams one is fucked up. I mean it's it's well yeah, the whole family killed themselves, right? Holy shit, dude. When you get down to brass tacks at the end of the episode, you find out that it's it was it was Eddie Graham. It was Mike Graham. It was Mike Graham's son. It was Eddie Graham's father. Now, did they have the other Grams that weren't really family, like part of it? Like was Jerry Graham mentioned? Super Jerry Graham was mentioned because he had that super outrageous thing where he showed up at the hospital uh, with a shotgun. So, so he Eddie... took his mother. He took his mother out of the morgue and drove around yeah. with her. Yeah. So Eddie Nuts. Eddie Graham killed himself. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, wow, I didn't know that. And Eddie Graham, Eddie Graham was involved in some of the tail end WCW stuff too, wasn't he? That may Mike, have been Mike Graham. Mike. Graham. Oh, that was Mike. That's right. Yeah. 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 They right. didn't really. They they kind of glossed over. They. So it was essentially, you know, Eddie is the he he forms this tag team with Jerry Graham, Doctor Jerry Graham, and they're hugely hugely successful in New York. But Doctor Jerry Graham is a maniac. And uh, with yeah. all the uh, drugs and alcohol, you know, and then the, the 
going into the hospital to take his mother out of the morgue with a shotgun. Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler growing up. And then um, Eddie goes on his own and he becomes, uh, you know, involved in booking Florida championship wrestling. And then he brings it to the highest uh, possible state that it could be in. And then he um, goes off the camera and behind the scenes and he kind of is not the Eddie Graham that everybody thought he was not thought he was, but he wasn't the polarizing figure. So he'd go out and he wouldn't get the Eddie Graham treatment. And that started to affect him. I think the most fucked up story they tell is that when he would come home uh, on his drive home from the airport, there was a, a liquor store and he would stop and he would get a bottle of wine and drink the bottle of wine on the way home. And when he was done, he had like a certain point he would get to where he always finished his bottle of wine. He would throw it out the window. And then he comes home one night and that liquor store is closed. So he gets to that point in his ride home where he stops and goes on the side of the road and is just trying to drink whatever. Wine. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, it was a fucked up story. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, pretty dense. It's, 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 uh, it's pretty remarkable that they get Mike Graham's daughter for this episode. Uh, which is called breaking breaking the cycle. That's crazy. Where she's kind of like, you know, her her goal is to break the cycle of the of the taking your own life, and she surmises that it became acceptable in their family. Like when you when there you felt like there was no way out, like because Eddie did it, and because Mike's son did it, and Mike did it, like and Eddie's father did it, um, and Eddie's great grand like. It was just like they her her synopsis was it became acceptable in the family that when you reached the end of the line or you didn't want to go any further, it was okay to take your own life. And that's definitely not the case. Did they touch on anything like mental illness in the family? Or did they just not go in that direction? Not not really. Okay. Okay. I just figured, like, since everybody, like, well, like you said, if they accepted it, you know, if there was ever any kind of thing where, you know, anybody got any kind of treatment or anything like that, you know, because no, they all did that whole, you know, happy on the outside, hurting yeah. on the inside, you know, yeah. and it was it's that generation where you don't talk about that shit. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It's it was it was, oh yeah, the Ryan Sullivan, the peace of mind check. Yeah, something that 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 uh eddie eddie had said like he just wants peace of mind and then mike graham wrote it like it's just it's it's a terrible terrible thing and the episode is it's it's a hard watch man i forget who's next oh next week is matt Bourne. oh which That's be gonna, yeah yeah because he's no angel uh before we go, what what's the deal with Vice? Do we have any updates? Are they still declaring bankruptcy? Are they still in financial troubles? Do we know anything? Oh, I, this is all news to me. Oh yeah, this has been going for a bit. I know Cornette talks about it, just making sure, like you know, they're they're keeping the lights on to make sure we get through all these episodes. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know they were in in that position. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I would have had more. Sorry. Yeah, throwing curveballs at me, bud. 
Yeah, here. They, <laughs> they, they filed for bankruptcy back, uh, let me see, uh, back in May? Beats me. Beats May. Crazy Town USA. That's right. Can't hear you. Yeah, Tony, what are you doing? We lost you, T Donk. What'd you do? Oh, no. T Donk's gone. Oh, no. Can't hear hear you, Tony. No ears. No ears. No ears. No ears. No, what are you giving us the middle fingers for? It's your fault. We lost Tony. Can't hear you. You You can't do nothing, big guy. I don't know what you did. I don't know what happened. So, Matt, do you want to just uh, anything else on your mind tonight, buddy? No, nah, man. I think we I think we hit the nails right on the head this evening. How about the uh, real quick impact? How about uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban addressing the universe about them becoming uh, the champions, individual champions as a tag team, uh, solidifying their legacies and in, in impact? I know we kind of touched about it in a little earlier, but I just think it's it's a really cool idea. Nick Aldis now turning heel. I think Alex Shelley is going to be kind of like a transitional champion and, and slam reverse to Nick Aldis is 100% winning the belt. So. You're back. No, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. back. Okay. Okay. It's much clearer. You can, I can hear you. I don't know what the fuck happened. I honestly you have happened. no idea. Maybe you had a, an internet fart. <laughs> Inner fart. Are you excited for what what Scott Demore is wrestling Bully Ray at? Yep. Yeah. Can't fucking it? wait. Slam yeah. No. Nah, so that. All right. So that I don't. I'm not a big fan of. But everything else other than that, I'm I'm cool with. I'm cool with the Moose stuff. I'm cool with uh, Alex. Oh, Moose resign. That's huge for him. Yeah. He. I think he wants to stay there forever. I don't think you'll ever see him anywhere else. Forever. Forever. Your mother's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'll. I think he'll always be an impact guy. As long as impact is around, he'll be an impact guy. Today is uh, 21 years since the first uh, TNA pay per view. That's wild, man. You got to give him credit. It's it's not the same company, but it is the same company. So the evolution is there, and uh, that's quite an achievement. Hopefully, AEW can do it. Hopefully, more wrestling the better. Yep. Well, we're gonna have a big, big. Now we have a big show next week. We got well, Forbidden Door Fallout. We got Danny Russ. We got Bad Dude Tito. We got Handsome Kevin might be checking in from Mexico again. Who knows? Oh, God. Almond Head. Yeah, Almond Head <laughs> in the house. <laughs> Fucking Almond Head. <laughs> we got, we're going to make picks. It's going to be hot, hot next week. Very hot next week. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. Michael Scott like playing like the the drum. The drum. It's, all, it's literally just the dun dun dun. Oh shit! You know what? You know what we forgot to mention last week. What? What's that, my guy? The Shining Wizards Network officially turned ten years old on the thirteenth. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? You should play a song. You want to play a song? Play no, a... lucky. Christ, no! Please don't play a song. Don't play a song. Please don't play a song. Don't don't play a song. Don't do it. Oh, you want me to play that song? Oh, that song was great. The farting around was fantastic. All right. Fartastic. What is this SW commercials? What is this? Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Got it. I was doing some production, bro. I like it. I just didn't. I didn't notice that. Oh shit! Wait, am I am I on the fucking loop back? Oh, I am on the loop back. I hear you. Logan Paul just got announced for the Money in the Bank match. We will talk about that and so much more next week. Great. Here. (laughs) Can you guys hear this? Do 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 do. It's been a while, dude. Ah. Anybody hitting the button? I'm trying to quack. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Man, you quack like a duck. Can you fart on my balls? Thank you, everyone, for listening to tonight's episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. We'll be right back with you next week. And as always, good night, Almond Head. Good night, Almond.